Yo, 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 welcome to Living for a Living, episode number 57. I've known this week's guest for over a decade as we played junior college football together down in California, where he's originally from the Bay Area. Currently, he is a head coach at Castlemont High School in Oakland. And on this week's episode, we cover a wide variety of topics, including the struggles of being a coach in the inner city, how Oakland has changed over the years through gentrification, what it was like now compared to what it was like growing up there in the 90s. We tell some of our favorite stories from junior college as well as just college. As my buddy, he went to and graduated from a school in Texas. He explains how getting outside of his bubble in Oakland was incredibly beneficial for the way he sees life now. We also talk about romantic relationships and fatherhood as we're both getting older and those things are coming about. And then we get into some current hot topics regarding race in America, as well as dealing with some of the COVID and vaccine information that's being presented to us now and what our, our feelings and thoughts are on that. This week's guest, Ed Washington. Living for a living, baby. How you doing? <laughs> it's good for us to get out, man, and travel, man, and see the world, bro, because people operate on a different different frequency in other places of the world. It is, and you know, we're not putting, you know, he's in England. He's not putting all the bullshit in his body. He said, bro, or it, and it was, it was just random conversation. He was yeah. like, when I eat in America, I get sleepy afterwards. Right. Like it, it's, it's like, bro, all this processed food and all that shit. He said, bro, when I eat in other places, I'll be ready to rock and roll. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, bruh, uh, you know what? Shit, I don't know. I just, you know, while I'm still here though, Joe, man, in terms of, you know, being in, in this country and in this state in general is because it's a lot of kids that need me. For you know sure. What I'm saying? And I'm like, at the end of the day, bro, if I, uh, if, if I leave right now, then what? What happens to the kids that, you know, don't have no support system or some shit like that? So it's, 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 God got me here doing a mission. I'm going to do his mission. And when it's time for me to move on, I move on. For sure. And you can, you can do a little picking up and putting down and testing the waters and kind of figure out where you, you know, when, when it is time to, for that next chapter, you know exactly where you want to go. How long, right. how long you've been head coach now there at Castlemont? So I let, so I was there for four years okay so 14 15 16 17 and then mom passed okay. and I, I lost the house and shit and so i moved to houston 18 uh, and 19 okay. and so when i moved to houston bro it, it, i don't know what I, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck was going on at the school um you know <laughs> i ain't gonna i ain't gonna down talk to other coach but we went from having like 60 people in the program which is good for where we at you know jv and varsity that's good for sure. To having fucking 12. Whoa. Last year, they finished the season with 12 kids, and out of that 12, only three was returning. Whoa. And when when you started it, though, back, like, in what, 14, you said, how was it at a shitty level that you had to build that shit up, right? Bro, <laughs> they hadn't won a game in four years. Oh, because I, I can, won. you know, I can, I've, I've, I've really been – following you from afar as much as i can bro just to right. be honest with it you know all right, all right. I, and and i can remember hearing and 
seeing, you know, different posts and status. I, you know, that's how we have to follow each other these days. And, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I've always, I've always loved shit. Even back in DVC days, you'd speak your mind, even if nobody <laughs> wanted to fucking hear it, you know? And so <laughs> I, I, I appreciate, I'll admit, I appreciate it much more now than I did <laughs> when I had to play against your ass on defense though. <laughs> hey, I swear, me and Kyle was just talking about that shit. I don't, you didn't know Kyle. Huh. I mean, I, we we've met through the time. Okay. I was never. We were never there together, but you know, okay. we'd party at Jay York's together. You know, yeah. we do something. You know, we were we were around each other here right. and there. <laughs> he was just yeah, he was just like man. I was a uh, hella. You know, as a as a as a <laughs> as a teammate, I was fucking crazy, man. I was <laughs> I was fucking locksmith Elijah Muhammad and shit. <laughs> When I'm guard, fucking with Adler, calling him milk and all, just yeah, we just had a good ass fucking time. And now that we older, man, it's just now we appreciate looking back on shit like that. That's why I'm able to, and it, and, and and this is something that somebody told me about myself. You know what I mean? Because I always look for criticism, feedback, all that shit. You know, I'm, right. I'm, I'm I'm open to it. You know, it's like, bro, you always been a funny motherfucker and been who you are, but you always been genuine. And right. that's why I'm able to get people to come back and coach with me right. because, you know, if we all, I treat, I don't give a fuck where you from, which I don't give a fuck that is your heart pure. Are you, we going to work hard. And at the end of the day, for people to understand football really builds a lifelong brotherhood that cannot be broken. It's the only fucking place a person from East Oakland, California can meet a motherfucker from Oregon or Washington or yep. New York. You know, I mean, not the only way, but, Come on, bro. Like For we sure. shared energy and all that shit together. And and I don't, I'd be stressing to my team, man. Like these are moments, win, lose, or draw that you remember for the rest of your life. And you, you'll build a brotherhood and a friendship for the rest of your life. And you will be, you, you can maneuver through people, you know, through life from people that you met through football. You know what I'm saying? So totally. I, I, I appreciate that shit, man. It's it's crazy. I got uh Nick Garantino with us. Okay. Yep, he the old line coach. Oh, and then Kyle is the OC this year, right? He the quarterback coach. Okay, he quarterback. Okay. He's a quarterback coach. And uh, I got an OC, but you know, they uh they work well together, man. They they really do. I asked Kyle didn't have the time to Okay, you know, got you. To really got you. Not I ain't gonna say the time because he'd been there, you know, consistently and shit, but I'm saying he didn't have the outside of football time for preparation. Yeah, you know, he didn't yeah. have the preparation time. You know what I'm saying? So I get it. I know but what he, you mean. he's been there, bro, and he's fucking turning the quarterback. The quarterback is a little little Latino brother. Motherfucker is just Cal got him looking like a real <laughs> like a real quarterback, man. And so it's a blessing, man. And I'm 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 excited for these kids, bro. They don't understand like the people that's around them and and my connections and shit, like my friendship, people sure. that have come and speak to y'all about other shit outside of football. Like, it's, 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 it's a beautiful thing. I'm back to bring it back, man, and it's going well. At the end of the day, we just, you know, anytime we can keep kids busy and doing something constructive, it's a win, Joe. That's a win. If a kid can say, hey, Joe, you, you influenced me. I don't give a fuck. I, I celebrate kids that work at, I don't give a fuck you work at FedEx. Right. That you're doing something constructive, Joe. That's a success story. Okay. Whatever you want to do, whatever makes you happy, 
Let me give you different like, career ideas or job ideas or ownership ideas. And whatever you choose, brother, as long as it's positive, I'm going to support that shit. Yeah, Period. No, no doubt. Well, give, give me a little background of like, you know, because just from I know very little in terms of like in my mind, like Castlemont's in a bad area. You know, I don't know the history of it or like how is it changed or how is it different? How is it the same? from because that's where you went right and that's where you grew yeah. up like yeah. how is it how has it evolved from back then compared to now because I you know also just for people that are this has kind of been a cool thing with the podcast like one of my main homies that listens is in Poland so he has no fucking clue what you're really talking <laughs> about, you know? but like he's gonna be stoked to hear about it right and, and so you like just take me through and I, I I don't even really know either you know I just I've just driven through there once or twice, you right. know? Right, 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 Okay, no, so let me, let, I'm going to say this. So Oakland, when I was in, in high school, just in general, right? Yeah. It, it has different parts. You go up to the hills, you have, that's where like fucking Clay Thompson lives, the NFL, Tom Hanks, all these billion and millionaires in the hills, like up there near Skyline. That's, okay. that's their... That's their community, right? Up there, that's the... And then you have different sections in Oakland. You got West Oakland, North Oakland, East Oakland, okay? I'm going back from when I was in high school as well. Okay. Uh, Oakland was... It was... It was a huge... It had a huge Black and Latino population with uh, white folks. The white folks usually was in the hills, but the white folks that was in Oakland was... They were going through financial hardships too. Okay. So economic uh, deprived, being economic deprived was Oakland, the community in terms of the finances and shit. Like we, it, that's, cause anytime you have that type of area, that's when you have high violence. I don't give a fuck you black, white, green, blue. Anytime there's a money situation where people aren't surviving, man, I don't yeah. give a fuck who you are, you're gonna have high crime. Period. Exactly, yeah. Once you gotta look outside of the, the normal system, exactly. So, um, where I'm at, and in, 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 so I'm from West Oakland. I went to elementary, junior high a little bit, and then my grandmother, that's who my mother is, that's who passed away. Okay. She moved. I'm sorry to hear about been, that. That's bro. been my mother, you know, that's been my guardian since I've been born. Um, I have a good relationship with my mom. That's that's my grandma, you know, all the shit, but okay. my birth mother, I got a good relationship with my birth mother, but she never raised me. You get what I'm saying? Because she gotcha. was going through what she was going through. So we, we went from West Oakland to East Oakland, literally the two most dangerous areas in, in, in Oakland. So I go from living in the Acorn to living on 96. I'm like, fuck, could you move somewhere else? Could I fucking, you know, see birds outside and shit? And so, <laughs> and so she, you know, one thing her and my grandfather did was regardless of our financial situation, they, the, I, they taught me how to be givers by the example, by just talking to me, bro. I, they, they, we were on, they worked and shit, but we didn't have no money, but I would see her helping other people. Here go, here go this for your rent. Here go food. Here, I got you anything like just consistently uh -huh. that shit was ingrained into me. So she, she also taught me regardless of where you live, it doesn't have to be looked at through the lens of, oh, it's a ghetto or it's a dangerous place. 
because it's community. Back when I was growing up, the people who did sell dope, they didn't sell dope to buy a car, uh, to, to look good for the next man, or they were doing this because they couldn't get, they had a strike or they had a record, they couldn't get a job. They didn't want to do this shit. They was just doing doing this shit because I, I don't got no other way at the moment. Gotcha. So the street politics at that time, the street politics at that time was very, um, hold on, sorry about that. The no street politics, there were street politics at the time. So what I mean is if Joey and Ed are, Joey from North Oakland, Ed from West Oakland, we don't like each other. We, we before we get to the killing, Mm-hmm. I'm gonna call you, hey motherfucker. I don't, I don't like what you did. Okay, motherfucker, I ain't tripping. I'll pay you. Squashed or motherfucker, it's on site when I see you. All right, motherfucker. But I know if I see Joey with his family, his kids, I'm not shooting him. Literally, th- these were rules. These okay. were rules because we're in that street life. Yeah. So and and so, but what's what's starting this beef? Whether like. Tur- like I, literally you know i don't know that like i i know no, I get movies this. and shit like I get what, on I the get tur- selling shit or or no like, like it, it'd be stupid shit man i'm and i'm talking about when i grew up not now I'm right talking yeah. about like in the 90s where so i would say i'm giving you an example clearly yeah um fuck you you shorted me on some on some on some dope mm, you shorted mm. me and motherfucker that wasn't cool you need to, you know what I'm saying, pay my money you owe me. Okay. You ain't paid my money you owe me. You know, so shit like that. Gotcha. Like, you know, different shit like that. It wasn't, oh, I'm banging because, you know, oh, I'm you, I'm going to kill you because you're from 700. Oakland never got, we don't have Bloods and Crips in Oakland. We ran okay. them out. Okay, that, see, that's where my, that's what I was thinking. Okay, yeah. gotcha. There's no, we say blood, like, what's up, blood? Like, yeah. love one from the Black Panthers. You know what I'm saying? For, I'm from the Black Panther Party. They felt like all, you know, all skin kin folk, you know, you my bloodline. So what's up, young blood? What's up? How you doing, young blood? Okay. So that's why old people in Oakland, in the Bay Area, you you see, you know, you For hear sure. them say, what's up, blood? Uh-huh. Come on. I know, blood. I was shocked you haven't said it one time since we started talking. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, they, we don't have Crips and Blood. This is the only place in the United States where there were never any Crips and Bloods. Okay. Ever. You know what I'm saying? Because usually what they did, people from LA would go and set up on, a, 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 you know, a territory on places that wasn't established. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Set their little gang up. Oakland, not like that. We don't do that shit. We don't get your, we, I'm, so the story I got in 87 or 86, I think, no, 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 excuse me. I'm lying. I'm lying. In like 89, they okay. came up here and tried to establish in Oakland. Literally, they said in eight hours, the people, the East Oakland and West Oakland got together and they ran them out in under eight hours. Really? Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here. We don't, we don't gang bang. We're trying to make money. Yeah. Yeah. We're hungry. I'm trying to feed my kids. I don't give a fuck about no flag and rag. That's, you know, that, that's not what we do. Take that shit to LA or go somewhere else. And the Bay Area in general was like that. There's no, and I'm talking about Crips and bloods there's no crips and bloods in the bay okay it's it's norteños and serenos that's the latino shit uh-huh. that's they shit they that's 
some other shit that they do. But there is no banging. I can't go over here and wear this color. We don't do that here. Got okay, you know gotcha. I, I had no idea. I did not know that. But history lesson for everybody tuning in. Yeah. Um, so in the in the, in the in the 90s, man, it was more so I'm trying it was way more consciousness in general. It was the to the mute. Think about the music we, we listen to. Right. And this is all going to play a factor into what I'm saying about Castlemont. Um, even with the music that we used to listen to in the 90s, Joe, the motherfucker. It, yeah, you had a little bit of I'm going to shoot you and shit, but it was a it. It was versatile. They had a song where where I was talking about. I want to stop selling, though. I'm tired of this shit. I want to get out the systematic oppression. You can go through a Bone Thugs and Harmony CD. And, you know, it can fit your mode to whatever you may be feeling. If you feel, you know, for a game, you want to kill a motherfucker, you can listen to that. Shit, they got, wanna, the, they got the Change the World song, man. I mean, come on what, now. Yeah. Exactly. And you think about that, that was floating around, man, because I've been, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about going to get my master's and shit. So okay. I've been thinking, like, reading and shit, bro, and, and reading how the, they play these games on our psyche. You know, in, all our psyche, fucking to the to the low-income white people, to the black, to the white people who just don't know, the Mexicans, Chinese, the shit we watch on TV influence our daily thought process, bro, without we knowing it or not, and the music. 100%. And so we don't, I don't think, it's just people don't understand that. So in the 90s, man, you had more of a consciousness, so it was okay for me to go outside and play football in the street. It was okay. I didn't have to worry about nobody coming through and shooting at no motherfucking kids because if you do that the whole oakland you either turn yourself in or we gonna knock you down uh-huh. that's what that was rules in oakland at that time ain't no fucking killing no fucking kids and no fucking killing people who ain't got nothing to do with that life and that that what you would be stoned man and so now you know uh uh nowadays joe it's like Bro, it's no rules out here. Like, Enough. that's why it's so much fucking killing, bro. Like, and that shit fucks me up because it's like, bro, we lo- when I tell you we losing, we are losing. And it's economically centered. These kids are doing, they don't, they don't have, number one, they don't have no, no father mm-hmm. at home. A mm-hmm. lot of them, not all, right. but they, okay. We, you know, unfortunate, I get that. But that's when people like community come in, the yeah. village, to, you know, be that, hey, look, I got you, Joe, don't trip. Come on, come fuck with me. I got you. I'm going to be on your ass. Come fuck with me. They don't have that no more. And so now mom is, she she's single. She got two babies, whatever. She got two kids. Her her number one thing is protection. I need mm-hmm. to protect, protect Joey. So Joe, stay in the house, play your video game because I want you safe. You know right. what I'm saying? These streets is fucked up because these kids got these guns. Motherfuckers is, you know what I'm saying? It ain't no OGs out here, none of that. And so is that like with, you know, you said the no fathers, all the little examples, You that is that different than you feel when you were growing up? Like that's been a change or like what what's the major change that you feel has happened? And so I gave you that big ass history lesson to say there was more community. Okay. You get what I'm saying? There gotcha. was more community, man. It was, it, I don't give a fuck if Joey sells the most weed in Oakland. 
Right. Jody's gonna be at the fucking football game supporting Ed because Ed from the turf, and I'm gonna go to support. And Joey, what they used to do is Joey would bet his partner Tom from fucking uh uh 85th. We gonna bet on the game. I bet you 800, motherfucker. Let's do it. And so you got all these people in there in the game, excited, happy, and shit. It was just, it was a community, man. Oakland, man, it was, it, it was, it was a, it was a sense of pride to say I'm from Oakland, and you know what I'm saying. Right no now, it's 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 not like that, bro. Because at number one, gentrification. Okay, that was a, you took the question right out. I was gonna say oh. that's because people from everywhere coming in, bro. You. Joey, to live in a fucking one bedroom in Oakland, seventeen hundred. And I'm lowballing right now. I'm, I'm I'm maybe lowballing seventeen hundred. Man, if you like, got like session eight or some shit like that, seventeen hundred. Whoa. And I mean, Bro, like, I, my, and and it's not any disrespect, but it's like Oakland isn't San Francisco or L.A. You know, like on, they're like, you know what I'm bro. saying? Come on, bro. And so what they're doing is they're pushing all of the people who from Oakland to Stockton. Okay. To uh, Antioch. So people that, you know, I went to school with, they kids are fucking miles away, hundreds of miles away. And so the kids who, you know, are into sport in Oakland, they have open enrollment. So if you, if, if you go to Elmhurst, which is right down the street from my school, you got the free choice to go to McClements, which is in West Oakland. Ah, and that's so fucked any, up. Anywhere in Oakland, you can. Yep. What public school? I'm assuming. Yep. 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 Oh, interesting. And and it's fucked up because where I'm at, the area that I'm in is so is it, it, the last, it's the it's the last bit of non-gentrified area. So everybody really lives in that area, but for some odd reason, they associate the where they live. Again, no sense of community, no pride. They associate where they live with being negative. So when they bring, when they think of Castlemont, they say, oh, that's a bad school. Uh, oh, shit. They ain't never stepped in the motherfucker. We got the lowest suspension rate. We got the most black teachers in the fucking district. We have, like, it, this is unheard of, bro. You don't, it's unheard of because black men don't go into education in, in general. Right. So, a lot of people, you know, I, I get looked over. So I get kids that may not have a pops. Moms may be going through a situation. They need extra support outside of some fucking football. We use football just to get their attention. And then once we really, once we really get to know them, we talk to them, we take them camping and shit. You come to find out that coach, I'm struggling, man. It's a struggle for me to even get here. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so you gotta you gotta be you have to be more than a coach i'm a coach is to be honest with you joe and i'm lying to you i'm, I'm not lying to you i swear to god i'm and then i ain't never said this before i don't feel like i've ever got an opportunity to be a coach a real coach like football coach football i have not done that i don't that's why i don't call no plays i don't do because i'm doing other shit you know what right, i'm saying i gotta right. go make check in at homes drop off food boxes I got to go do certain shit, bro. I got to, you know, I don't have time. I mean, I, I, I like Cal said, in terms of being a, a, a football coach, you got to put time into that. It's preparation that goes into that. 
I can't do it like I want to. I mean, of course, I watch film. I coach the DB, the corners. Yeah. But I can't really do it because I got to make sure that you're okay, man, when you get here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's a lot no. of shit. And so, uh, man, that's why I set myself up with, 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 with people that really can teach football, bro, because these kids never played. Again, no kids outside really playing at the park. No kids in the street. You know, back in the, in the street, yeah. no car. Got to get out the street. <laughs> None of that shit. You're not going to see that. That's fucked up. Right. We had a childhood, bro, where we can, Joe, yeah. you can come, Joe, you being a white boy could come to my house, kick it, go to the store. It's all good. Hey, we fuck with Joe. Okay. That's my partner. It's all good. Okay. The kids don't do that no more, bro. It's like, they're, this, is, this is what they do. For real. And yep. And comments, Instagram. That's it. And, and, and there's, I mean, cause I'm now like a way to grow this podcast I've realized is through TikTok, which it's like, I hate got it, to. but I got to, but through there, I'm starting to see just the amount of, I don't know what to toxicity or just like, you know, ang not even anger, but drama that it's just, that's part of the, the game of TikTok and social media for the younger generation and to keep them what joey to keep them fucked up bro for sure oh for sure no totally it's 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 really strange because it's it's so obvious and honestly it's so easy to like play into you know like i know i can post a certain little clip now like now that i've kind of gotten into the game I know yeah. I can post a little thing, you know, especially now I'm in Finland, like as an American guy talking about Finland culture. And especially yeah. if I kind of put a little tweak on it that could maybe, <laughs> maybe misconstrued the wrong way that'll yeah. get someone emotional. Like that shit can blow up just like that. And it's yeah. so, you know, if, if my dumb ass is figuring this out after using it for a month, you know, six months, right. imagine whether it be government, whether it be, you know, the, the, the powers that be the university, you know, the, the associations who put yeah. actual money into research and development to this shit, what kind of stuff they're doing. And so, no, it's, it's tough. So with the, you can then recruit with out there. So in Oakland school district. Yeah. I mean that, that as soon as you said open enrollment, because you know, where I'm from in Washington, the, the best school that won state title, like 10 or 12, 10 out of the 11 years of my time being there, they were public school, but we didn't have the open enrollment thing. They kind of had like a, they, they knew how to hustle the system within their district, but it still wasn't official. And then it finally came crumbling down because they kind of got in trouble over it. And shit, I was about to move to go transfer to that school myself, you know, like, yeah, yeah. It, they, and so just hearing that, I was like, damn, if, if Bellevue high school could have done what Oakland could do, then man, it would be crazy. So you, you can just recruit them, bro. So this is how you, this is the game. You go to Bellevue high, Bellevue junior high. Right? Right. You're at Bellevue. I'm Coach Ed. I work on campus. I'm a, a social worker on campus, right? Okay. So I come to you and I'm talking to you about Castlemont 
high school. So I'm gonna present on our number, you know, academics. This is what mm -hmm. we do. We do, we got this amount of teacher, you know, whatever. Now the sports part, here come coach Ed. Now, when it comes to football, this is what we do. So basically what happens is I have to talk about the school, recruit for the school. And yes, but it can't be, my main point can't be football. You get what I'm saying? I got to gotcha. talk about the school. Okay. But what happens is again, when I left the, again, it's my first year back. I had, I was locking up East Oakland. When I left, the coach did not pick up the, the going to junior highs, man, because he didn't go to no junior highs. He didn't put, you know, social media. He wasn't putting his shit on, on you know, the pictures or none of that. You know what kids, they like that shit. Instant gratification type shit. For sure. And so, you know, he wasn't doing that because he was my DB coach when I was in high school. Ah, okay. But as a leader, you have to adjust with the times. He's a great coach, football coach, but you got to go do that groundwork because nobody is coming to Castlemont because why? They don't know shit about Castlemont. The only and, thing they yeah, know and is, it has that negative reputation, like you've already said. That's it. That's all oh. they know. That's uh -huh. all they know. So when I, you know, when I was Joey, I had this motherfucker rocking. I was going to junior highs, putting pictures. I know kids like what they see. They like to see it visual. They love that the marketing. Okay, so I was putting big ass Castlemont posters. I paid, uh, you know, I, I, I Kaepernick had gave me a certain amount of little change. Okay, and I pay, I pay for our marketing, our advertising and shit. So when Joey looks up, you know, he at his school and he see a Castlemont poster, it's like, oh, damn, I this live. This is right my here. shit. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I go guy. here. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So now when I come talk to Joey about coming to Castlemont, he like, oh, I'm thinking about, you know, Coach Ed, cool. They come to school, bro. This education shit is all stupid. And pri I don't give a fuck you at a private school. I don't give a fuck where you at. It's all a fucking game. You oh. can, if you handle your business, bro, you can go wherever you want to go. Joey can go to Stanford from Castlemont. Yeah. And then yeah. more than likely, they're going to pick him over a kid at De La Salle anyway. For sure. Okay. That, dude, so that's a I great point. Me, don't hit me with the great edu education starts at home. The whole purpose of, of, of education is to learn how to learn. That's education, motherfucker. It ain't regurgitating some shit out of a book. It's learning how to learn. Yeah. And, so, and, and for our system, it's a system. It's, come on, bro. If, especially college, bro. I graduated with like a three seven eight you know like i had the gold cord or whatever and don't get me wrong i think i'm an intelligent dude but i didn't do homework you just you, <laughs> bro you i was there to play football let's keep it real right. you know like I, right. I was majoring in football and my, i had to pick another one you know what i'm saying right. right but if you go to school every day and you make a a little bit of an effort to make a relationship with the teacher you're gonna at least pass and then if you got any ounce of in intelligence, you can thrive, you know? Yes. yes. And that's why I tell kids. I, so when I go and talk to parents, I'm saying, listen, <laughs> education for these kids are going, picking a school, their success depends upon relationships. Yes. And they'd be like, huh? <laughs> the reason we're in this meeting is because of a relationship that me and your son is forming. Right. Period. The reason we, because what I've been doing is I've been having one-on-ones with these parents. Because when I tell them, 
you know, when a parent, when a kid tell a parent Castlemont, a parent go, oh, shit. Because they don't know. Because they, they think this negative reputation. And then when I sit down and talk to them, Joe, they be like, oh, okay. You know, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know. I did. That's all I get. That that's the reaction. I didn't know. Oh, but I thought could he go to? I've got some dumbass shit. But what happens is these people at Elmhurst, these, these 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 this white dude who's the principal, he doesn't like Castlemont, okay. and he's pro charter, and pro charter is privatized education. So put it like this: I'm at I'm at. Bellevue Junior High for it, you know, I'm using the names. Yeah. I'm at Bellevue Junior High. Joey is my friend at uh, 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 Big Business Charter School for, you know, they name it uh, Envision, in, okay. Envision Thriving or so. I'm just using it. Yeah, made it's, it's name. like a high, this charter school is like a high school? It is a high school. Okay. Let's just okay. say it is a high school. So okay. what's going on is I'm at this school. I You're my friend. You're my buddy. You're at uh, Envision Junior High. I mean, at high, Envision High School. So my eighth graders, when they get ready to pick a school, I'm going to recommend your school. I'm going to say, go to Envision School, which has no football team. They play in the fucking shitty basketball league that really ain't serious. And at the end of the day, charter schools don't have to take everybody. So they're going to take the quote unquote top performing students because it makes their numbers look good. You uh-huh. get what I'm saying? And I'm whole- going to say... The whole, I'm gonna say, oh, sorry, go for it. I'm gonna say, fuck Castlemont. I'm telling a little Joey, little Tim, fuck Castlemont because it's not a good school. The test numbers, it's just not a good school. And, and the so, whole, the whole selling point of that is because then you go to this charter school and you can, uh, a college will accept you. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. And I'll be Joey. I'll be. I'll be. I'll be like, wait. First of all. You, <laughs> these parents be believing. I said, first of all, you can go to college from anywhere. I'm a college graduate. I don't know if you knew that, but <laughs> motherfucker, I'm in. In most of the coaches on my staff is college graduates. Okay, so um, I think we know a little bit about the system and how to. You know what I'm saying? Again, like you said, this this these parents are uninformed, and these people look at Channel Two. They look at the news. They 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 think that shit is really true. Oh mm-hmm. shit, mm-hmm. Joey! If I don't get vaccinated, I'm gonna die tomorrow. <laughs> oh shit! Oh god! Uh, three days don't after fucking three days after inauguration, started. the fucking numbers go down more than twenty three thousand percent. Thank you, J- oh oh god, Joe Biden, he's the savior. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Fuck. No, no. It, it, with on that side <laughs> note, the the. If there was going to be any kind of thing that would maybe change people's idea of just being healthy, whether it comes from something to eat or exercising or anything, you would think the thing that like, you know, I'm not some statistician or whatever, but from what I've seen, like obesity is the highest percentage comorbidity of deaths of this thing. You, You would think of all things in the world this would get people to change their lifestyle, but nope, let's get that fucking vaccine in me <laughs> because I mean, it just goes, that's the easy way out. You know, that's, that's the, the easy way out of it. That oh, is- it's your, it's your easy way out. All right. 
yo, we easy way out of this fucking earth. <laughs> like, bro, oh, I don't even wanna just put it like this, bro. They, my point is, they look at everything they see on TV, social media, yep, and they believe without doing research, bro. That's all I'm saying. Totally. If you don't want to send your son to Casmo, that's fine, but just tell, make sure it's not because of. I think he told me that this bad thing about Casmo. Come see it, because every literally every single parent that have came in there that I have been recruiting their kid. They have. They are now a Casamon night. Period. Yeah. No, Period. I mean, bro, just just seeing what you've done from afar, and like I said, I haven't been able to follow too much, but it seems special in a way. And and as as we've always talked, if if I was ever back, you know, DVC was to me like the how I look at why I'm a part of the reason why I'm at today, a big part, I should say, whether coach Byrne teaching me how to play and, you know, play QB. And also like now that I'm just kind of QBOC and out here um, from the relationships that were built, you know, I mean, that team was, was special and just that camaraderie. And so I've always said, I'd love to give back in one way or another in that area whether it'd be with you whether it'd be with dvc you know that that would just be so fucking cool to me that i'm i'm excited i didn't realize you were away but i'm glad that you're back there now and so how is the like is is it like you're starting over again or is since you've been here you're kind of starting over but it's maybe a little more fast forward i don't know you know so at this point versus when we first started, uh, they, it's the same shit, bro, to be honest with you. This yeah. team is a little bit more talented, just a okay. little crinkle more at this stage, at this stage period, right time versus the last time we had to like, you know, we had a lot of work to do and shit with them in terms of just they whole mindset, bro. Like that shit was because four years of losing, it's like, fuck it. You right. know what I'm saying? Who gives a fuck? Only, right. you know, so. Right and now, anytime something bad happens, oh, here it goes again. Right. Here, here that. So right now, bro, to be honest with you, I would say that they're, they're, they're doing good. I just, if I can, like, if I had, like, th- like, right now, if you ask me, Ed, where you in turn position-wise, I need to figure out what I'm going to do in the secondary because everybody on our team got to go both ways. Because okay. we don't have that many guys. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I do... Mondays is is defense, Tuesday offense, Wednesday, you know, Thursday, you know, shit like that. So coaches, number one, don't have to come every day. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. we these kids are so low skilled, we have to teach fundamentals like a motherfucker. Like our gotcha. our indie periods is literally like an hour and a half. You're right. You know what I'm saying? Because I have to, because these the Pop Warner coaches out here, they don't teach them shit. So when they get to, I mean, you know, when he's, and then our kids, in our case, they never played no fucking organized football. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I would say we, we, we looking, we looking good. I, I, uh, this COVID shit fucked a lot of shit up for us, weight room wise, all that shit, getting in shape wise, but they let us, we just start conditioning yesterday. Okay. So, uh, we've been conditioning, but you know, well, there I'm, was there I'm, was no season in the fall, right? Oh, and so we only gonna play an in-game uh, OAL season. That's a conference season, okay. and that's it. And, and then we get ready. When? For the next year. When does that it start? Starts January. 
what is this february starts next month oh wow yeah wait january hold on i'm lying i'm lying january february march yeah at the end of march yep whoa what a quick ass turnaround yeah at the end i mean ah that's i just i can't fathom you know because i only started my senior year of high school shit that's while i was at dvc and i couldn't imagine being a senior guy who you know is getting looks get in that situation and just getting this thing put on hold no gyms open and then now hey uh you get a month to prepare after six months off <laughs> bro and that's so i still can't go in the building and live so what we're what not that, what we're not that open it? yet i only can go to the football field ah so this oh, is conditioning aha uh-huh. okay damn i'm telling them listen motherfucker <laughs> these kids need to feel some steel okay because i mean come on bro we football players man For like real. what the fuck contact so, is is part of it i mean that's necessary <laughs> right damn. so i'm what i'm gonna do is next week I'm gonna go in the weight room and get the get the like the you know a few of the things like the benches and shit. Yeah. Give some of the free weights, and I'm gonna bring that shit outside, and we're gonna lift outside. I don't okay. have a choice. Right. Right. Damn. It's, how wh- how do you feel compared to when you were growing up? Like I know you said kids now are always on the phones and stuff. I just wonder. You know, I've been coaching out here in Europe occasionally. And so it's, I notice a difference in some kids' mentalities and stuff, but I think it also be because of different cultures as well, you know, but how how do you see like the differences from now and now and then? Bro, like we loved football, Joey. Like, Like, think about this, me and Rich, all right, Richard Lee, who's our MVP in 09. This motherfucker, you know, me and I know, Rich, yeah, I know, Big Rich. Every day, bro, we went. <laughs> let me tell you the because we love football, right? We get on a bus to, and we catch a bus to the Coliseum Bar. Okay. Catch the Bart to Concord. That's an hour. Right. Get off the Bart, catch the bus from Concord Bart to DVC practice eat one chimichanga because we broke and hungry practice and do all that to go back home damn or ask one of y'all no y'all will give us a ride to the bar somebody right. would yeah give yeah us a someone ride. yeah that's right jesus but bro that was our life every day from oakland that's because it, it was a grit we wanted to play football it was like we cared about football we cared about getting out of the situation and getting to college you know what i'm saying we wanted to go to college today's kid they're not, they're not doing that. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're not getting on the fucking bus. They're not catching a bar every day. It's some, I got, I, it's some, but every day, bro, we missed yeah. one day. I think Rich missed, we both missed one day when our children was born. Right. Period. Yeah. No, you and you and Rich were always there. Come on, bro. Always there. And I, you know, like at the time, my 19, 20 year old self isn't even, contemplating you know i'm i i can't think i mean 
should even now at 30, you have a difficult time thinking of somebody besides yourself at times. Right. But right. at 19, I for sure wasn't thinking about right. Ed catching the bus, the bar and the bus just to get to practice. But hearing that now is crazy because, it's, you know, right. my opposite was, yeah, I'm, I'm not at home. I'm away from home, but I was across the street. I was basically in the parking lot of DDC. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't even, it, it was difficult on a different level, but in terms of that, it was real easy to show up once I got my ass there. You know what I mean? So right. bro, that's, that's, that's why, did you get a chance to see the, the Laney, um, whatchamacallit hard knocks or well, no, what's it? I, I seen that shit. What do you think? I, I see your facial expression. I'm going to say this. Laney is, where is Laney College? I mean, I just know in Oakland. Is that yeah. wrong? Okay. It was three players from Oakland on the team. That's, yeah. I know, yeah. And and the, the weird, I mean, it's weird. Like, that is a strange thing. And on the flip side of that is as the out-of-state JUCO guy, they didn't cover one out of, you know, like they could have done way more for a in-state perspective. And then they didn't do anything from the out. It was such a, I don't know. Like, I, I think it was the best one of, I, I've only watched, I think the first season and that one, but yeah. it was just fun to see like Bay area dudes on that show. Cause like I could relate it to, Right. Even though yeah, maybe yeah. it's like only the couple that were featured yeah but i could relate them to like oh this guy's like frankie you know like the one white dude white receiver who just couldn't I do like nothing it. right that was like frankie it. bro that was like yeah. <laughs> yeah right frank used to piss me i love frankie frank used to piss me off bro with them drop passes bro <laughs> yeah dude yeah i mean frankie wow. was so raw it was crazy that's what i'm saying he was so good bro he would be like 80 yards past everybody. Like he's gone, blood. And it was a if he it was just we don't know if he was gonna catch the ball or not. We just <laughs> didn't know. You didn't fucking know, blood. Like I was like, fuck. And so I man, Frank, I feel like Frankie was a division one receiver personally. That's just me talking. I, For I, real? I really don't. Frankie was um fuck, what's the other guy we had? Both our running backs was division one running backs in my yeah Levante and Joe bro the front line I I just feel like Burns it, it, he didn't run the ball enough yeah that was that that year was tough just because bro we I lost mean, to Foothill by three we lost to West Hills by two we lost to remember we we kicking Butte ass until we th we threw four interceptions that game yeah I know oh I know bro I know I had to. So I, I was gray shirt and I was mad as a motherfucker that whole year, bro. <laughs> bro, I was sick. And then remember when we played San Mateo? I don't, I don't remember the, I the remember last... us just getting waxed by city though. Oh yeah. City beat our ass. City, yeah, they, beat our ass. They, they, beat our ass. they got us, but like, no, that, that year was tough because it was like, we just needed one more, two more pieces to be in that top league. You know, because then that next year with my year, we were down back in the second division and we could smack everybody. And then we uh, beat the Sierra. We beat the Santa Rosa. We, you know, like we smacked them, yeah. but I don't, I'd like to say we would have competed. I mean, I had, I think we had a better 
my receiving core was crazy that year after you left. Um, but yeah, that, that year we, it was like, we just couldn't figure it out. Exactly. We were losing the fucking, in the second half of football games, we would lose that yeah. period at the, end, at the end of it. And like, you know, looking back on it now, one thing I could say, Ed Hall is the goat of defenses. Oh. That motherfucker, listen, bro. And I'm telling you from a defense perspective, the shit that that man taught me and Rich, bro, him and, him and uh, uh, Dar, yeah. but Ed Hall is the grandfather of it. That's why Dar keeps Ed Hall around. He loves love him, best. but Ed Hall is like the fucking goat, bro. Like yeah. his, his, his knowledge, bro, is fucking crazy. Bro, that's how Rich, Rich will tell you right now, the shit that, the shit that we learned prior to, it can't compare to the shit he learned with Ed Hall, bro. We use the defense. That's the defense we run. We run DVC's defense right now, bro. Right, like literally right now. We went to the Silver Bowl. We went and seen him and got on the board and shit. They was giving us all kind of shit. My thing is, the only thing I would change with them is I would put a little fucking zone in there. Just a little bit. Joey. We ran no, I never ran zone in college. Never, bro. Never, bro. I never, I don't even know. I was, because they moved me from corner to fucking weak safety because what you call it was, you know, I ain't calling names out. People, certain motherfuckers was scared to tackle. And right. so they put me right there, bro. And I was, I'm like, I had to learn defense. I had to like learn fucking football, but I learned it just the front seven because for us, we was just playing man. There wasn't nothing to learn. Bracket. Fucking yeah! Fucking you either played blue. inside or outside leverage. That was it, <laughs> bro. I didn't. I, you know what I'm saying? I, but I learned the front seven, like from a. You know, I learned how to play games and how they be slanting, and you know how they play. If you play, uh, if you fucking do man on man blocking against DVC, you'll get blown out. Oh, for sure. Because they're gonna come with all kind of motherfucking blitzes that you've never seen in your life, and yeah. <laughs> No, no, that, that was, that was always my, like, it was the blessing and the curses, the quarterback. Cause sometimes you got the ball right back because of an interception or a sack fumble, but yeah. sometimes you got the ball right back from an 80 yard pass. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yep. I'm telling you, bro. Look, think about it, bro. We lost my last year. We lost to Sierra by three. Yeah. No, they scored. They, they, they lost. Uh, no, I'm lying. We lost him by seven. We fucking, because my memory is elephant. We fucking, uh, West Hills, three. Yeah, that fucking West Hills game was, I remember that one. Bro, it was 177 degrees, bro. That game was crazy. Bro, that, and, and I'm like, what the fuck? That's the day, that's the game when I hit that dude hella hard, and y'all on the sideline, like, fell and was like, what the fuck, motherfucker? Y'all was hella juicy shit. It's, it's, it's on there. I'll send it to you, bro. And then also, just a side note, I got to send you the movie, too. I don't think I ever sent you the Castleman documentary. No, I don't think so. I don't Fuck, think so. Fuck, bro. When you watch this, you probably going to end up saying, we need to do another one of these. It's going, it's emotional, bro. For it's sure. It's about the first year about, it goes in depth on the shit I had to deal with. Ah, interesting. Yeah, for sure. Send that my way. What, yeah, you're going to be the fuck. What is your, what's one of your favorite memories or stories from DVC? What's like something that just sticks out in your mind? But okay, wait. All right, wait, wait, wait. Is it you talking about football? I mean, can I say it on here, bro? I don't want to fucking 
yeah i mean you can say whatever the fuck you want to i mean as much as you want to say that's my my thing with now of got because i don't know if if you've gotten a chance to watch any of my solo ones i say some shit that people might be thinking but nobody's really saying you know (laughs) i have a i the the thing i'm trying to push now with this is in our politically bullshit politically correct Mm -hmm. thing is just a breath of unfiltered fresh air so yeah. uh, in terms of guests i i knew i knew you would say and like i said you always would say what was on your mind whether i really wanted to hear it or not so <laughs> say whatever you want what as much as you'd like you can say <laughs> it was a couple of them bro i fine when i it's so much shit when we was playing football so i think who was it we was playing against bro I don't know if you remember, we played Reetley. Oh, that's right. They had the they big, a- the tall ass quarterback. Championship. And no, yeah. and they had the running back from Michigan that started at Michigan the the uh the year before. They running back was from Michigan, bro. He had literally played week one for Michigan. He did some stupid shit and he went to West uh to Reetley. Ah, okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't even remember that. So, bro, as we're tackling him, I'm hella scared. I'm fucking disgusting, bro. Like I, I, I was like, like you know me, bro. I talk shit. I talk about people, mom. When we, you know, I do. I'll, not my teammates, but other people. So we tackle this motherfucker, and I think it was me, Joey, and Rich. And like I'm, I always used to do dirty shit. So I'm like grabbing his nuts and shit and twisting him and shit. He's like, bro, what the fuck, man? I said, fuck you, little bitch. And Joe, we on the bottom of the thing, right? And Joey, I think it was Joey, Joey laughing at me like, "What the fuck is you doing, bro?" Because he know I'm like, I'm like grabbing his his nuts and shit and like twisting them and shit. I'm like you fucking weird, bro. And then he told the ref, and I'm like, ref, I would never do anything like you know me. I would, ref, come on, bro. Like that was one we lost that game by. Fuck. Oh, that was. Oh, remember they called that bullshit? He made the field goal. They said, uh, Shane hit the quarterback late. That's what happened. They made the last minute field goal. Right. So uh, that was one. And then, uh, fuck, y'all don't think you remember Jordan. I'm trying to think the yo year, what I would fuck with. Just me and Adler, bro. Me fucking with Adler all the time. Calling him white milk, white chocolate. Adler, you, you, you. (laughs) Like when Adler would catch a pass and shit, I would, like, we'd tag off on him, whatever, whatever. And then we'll be running back to our run to the offensive huddle and shit and stand in the huddle with him like, I'm on you, you little white bitch. I'm on you. Grow your dick. I, we, I, I used to just say shit like that. But me and Adler really, that was my brother, man. I love him. I, I just spoke with him a few months back. But okay. I love just all of the, it's so much shit, Joey. Like, <laughs> it's so much shit, bro. Us getting the ice tub, us coming to your parties y'all used to throw, bro. Really? Like, it's just, it just, you know, just memories, bro. And, 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 and I tell, I tell my son this all the time, like, bro, I don't give a fuck who you come across. When you come across, you always come across friendly. Cause that's how you have friends, bro. I would, I would come up to people, man. You, how the fuck are you gonna have friends if you're not friendly? Like me at DVC, bro. I, Adler knew I didn't mean nothing by that shit. I was fucking with him. It, everybody knew me. But yeah. I, motherfuckers knew I cared, you know what I'm saying? And I work hard, so it, it, that's what it was about. And if you was on my team, I look at you as you real, you're my real life brother, you know what I'm saying? Because my siblings, I didn't grow up with all my siblings. And so, 
you know, looking back on it now, the psychology of it all is when you when you say brother, that's my fucking brother. Period. Right. Like that's my bro. We we giving each other that love unconsciously that each other need. And you know what I'm saying? We grow bonds from that shit. So just all that, bro, like fucking with uh I gotta tell you one, bro. So remember we played Santa Rosa my last year. That and remember Santa Rosa was good. They wasn't no piece of shit. They was right. it was okay. Bro, we beat the living shit out of them. So I was uh, I, I was fucking with Hall, like so they had a big ass tight end. He used to end up going to uh ah, fuck because I spoke Arizona State. Okay. So <laughs> I, I I think I picked the ball off or I hit somebody hella hard or something, and I came off the sideline like, I'm a motherfucking prophet, coach. I'm a prophet, coach. I told Coach Hall, I'm the fucking, I don't know if you remember, I'm a prophet. And then so every game, when I would make a fucking player do something, Coach Hall would say, hey, prophet, Elijah Malak Smith. Fuck, come on, fuck. Bro, I would be crying, bro. I tell fuck, man. I swear to God, bro. He. I forgot about the prophet. I didn't know that. I don't know. I didn't know that's how it started. But now that you say it, I remember the prophet. That is the prophet. Remember, I used to tell. I used to be like, "Hey, I'm the fucking prophet, y'all." Me and Adler, me and the Adler show. Yeah. Uh, You know, fucking around. Hey, you know, I'm the fucking prophet, right? You're in the fuck, bro. You're a fuck. And then we'll be freestyling. Aller's stupid as fuck, bro. So we'll be like guarding each other. And he'll say, I got your bitch on my little big white ass dick. <laughs> she can't even know that she loved this white ass dick. Like we'll be just stupid shit, bro. Like, <laughs> fuck. I miss that shit, man. I, 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 I tell people all the time that if I could have gotten college paid for, I would have love to play at dvc for four years because that i mean it was some of the best football the best competition you know all around and then on top of it that that group that we had and you know i think it's rare for a juco team to be like that because from what i've heard from other friends that are juco guys normally it turns real individual but yeah whatever reason from dar to hall to the group of guys that we had, mm-hmm. we were, there wasn't much individual. I mean, obviously we were all individuals, but I didn't, we, I didn't really, see that from us. we really I came didn't. together. Like, yeah, yo, this is our shit. And I can remember it was after it was the off season after you were gone. I like took kind of the leadership role throughout off season mm-hmm. and stuff. And I can remember my little speech I had was like, yo, like if, if we go undefeated, everyone gets scallies. You know, like, and so if we kill it right now in, in off season and we go 10 and 0, everyone in backups are getting scallies. If we go two and eight, whatever, then whoever, maybe a couple dudes do. And it was like from that time on, and even though we had a good uh, thing before that, but it was like that time on, man, we, we just took it to another level. And like I said, we had the, the benefit of playing in the the second league so we didn't have the game against city or butte that my year which we, we played bro we played really yeah <laughs> really yeah, went which, to the state championship game yeah that's right that's right Fuck. all right how how good is how good is your memory for this let me see 
LMC, I tell people this all the time because this is one of my favorite stories. Actually, I've never really told any, but I tell this to myself all the time. Okay. LMC week. Remember, LMC had Chase Danska as the quarterback. And so they had the quarterback. And where he come from? He came from, uh, he came from across the street, College Park. College Park. And so we had, we had Little Moss play quarterback that week in practice. And so, I played receiver and I caught a post on the fucking locksmith that week in practice, bro. (laughs) I know you probably erased that from your memory, but, and it was the most lucky shit ever. Like, like for one, for Moss to put it in a place where I could have caught it for me to run the route the right way and for it to work against you all like the my stars had aligned and <laughs> bro you think you might think I'm lying I swear to god on my grandmother I remember that it was going <laughs> I really do remember that and then no I really do remember that bro I swear to god cuz but in practice I used to get fucked up all the time y'all used to kick my ass because I used to for me and I I hope none of my team well my team probably going to see this I always share it with, with you know yeah what I do in practice, bro, I try to fuck up as much as I, not intentionally, right. but fix shit. So if you hit me with this, I'd be like, okay, good. So this is what I got to do better. No, You know, totally. I like to kind of fuck up so I can sharpen it up for Friday night. You know what I'm totally. saying? Totally. So no, I, I, I tell, I tell my guys that all the time, like, you know, like teaching, I've, I've developed as a decent little receiver coach now and uh, stemming from this play that i just talked about gave me all the confidence in the world and, uh, <laughs> and but i tell them like yo when we're working releases and you've never done it the first couple times you do it against press you're probably going to get jammed the fuck up and but you got to do it like you can't be scared yeah. of the failure because yeah. if you got to fail a few times in order to really succeed you know and and so no I, bro i can just i've been wanting to talk about that and i didn't know if you because i can because everybody like ran and was because t- you know i used to talk shit in practice you, you know me everybody ran was like oh you, you. i oh, i man. even remember because like willie d who willie d was my fucking boy that year yeah is like he was i don't know if he was supposed to be bracketing me but he was like right <laughs> under me and so I caught it and I can just remember him being like, no fucking way, you know, just like. <laughs> Big, me and Big Will and Rich went to Tesla together. That's right. We went to Tesla at the front because I was, and this is one thing I can say for all you guys who do go to JUCO and you know, you, 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 you like, fuck, I want this offer right away. And you feel like the coach ain't fucking with you and all that you got to be patient, man. And as mm-hmm. a coach, I'm starting to see what the fuck is going on. You have to be fucking patient and wait, wait for the right off. Can we, I will only stay in Tuscan for like three weeks because they, they, they system is weird. They do like one class every two weeks or something. Yeah. I remember hearing something. Yeah. And it the, was weird as fuck. The, and then the, for the me, the whole Joey, system was weird there from what I remember hearing. Yeah, it, it, It's for me, if I'm going to go to a small school, if I'm going to send a kid to a small school, I wanted to, you got to have a social life. Because yeah. you go to college because you want to, you know, you want to, I mean, fuck, bro. College is all about meeting people. I didn't, I don't remember shit I learned in college, okay? Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't really? remember that. All right. But 
I remember my friends. My friends remember me. People who weren't my friends. Everybody, you know, that 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 I came across is is a connection for me because I try to, you know, make that's one thing I do, and that's kind of a gift and a curse. I try to make everybody feel motherfucking comfortable, safe, and welcome around me. Period. I don't give a fuck if you slow, slow, fat, small, gay, in a wheelchair. I don't care. I want you to know that it's all good when you're around me, straight up. And so that was my thing. We went to Tusculum, bro. It was like, it was, it was, it was, I, I was, I had, my roommate was a fucking white supremacist, fucking uh, Confederate flag, George W. Bush voting, tobacco chewing, motherfucking real life redneck. And he will tell you that, like, I'm a redneck. I, I'm, but that is one of my, me and him talk to this day. Really? Bro, it was so, you know, I was on my fake ass Malcolm X shit at the time, bro. <laughs> So wait, why, I, do you, why, do, why do you say fake ass Malcolm, Malcolm X shit? Because bro, I, I, now I have a better understanding. I love Malcolm X still, but I was yeah. like hella like. Yeah, oh, kind of like only it was a one-sided kind of Malcolm. One-sided thing gotcha. at the time, right? Because bro, on, on that note, sorry to interrupt you, is no, the weird thing that I notice sometimes with people who are super Malcolm X quoters and stuff, mm-hmm. then will ignore the thing about like the media playing the worst part you know the the what the media is like the biggest enemy or the the white liberals the biggest enemy and then like get caught up on you know it's like it's like you know a religious a super religious person in a way that only want to look at it from one angle and that's the weirdest one that i've noticed with like the like I don't know Malcolm X supporters because bro I fuck with Malcolm I, everything everybody, he said is pretty everybody do everybody do and I I I I, I every, when I say everybody does everybody but their their lens is from what they see on TV right and that's so fucked up from yeah. you listen to what he really said yeah yeah and and they a lot of people won't do that but they because a lot of people are just fucking stupid Joey I mean at the <laughs> end of the day they don't want to they don't want to fucking learn they don't. That, that takes too much of me having to calm down, do a little, you know, find find a little inner peace and read too hard, okay? For sure. People don't want to do that, Joey. For sure, yeah, so, it is, it's exi- what you just said. It's, it's bro, difficult. It's, it's, they just don't want to do that, bro. So, I mean, when I met him, bro, it was just like, honestly, though, we, lo- bro, we had honest conversations, bro. And I think that's what, that's what connected me and him. We had real life, honest, fucking real comment and i understood where he was coming from from his perspective i respected it regardless if i agree with the shit or not i fucking respected where he was coming from and he looked out for me i looked out for he was just a he was a good he's a good dude man he's a, he's a good dude he just was born into something he don't think like that the way he used to of course not nothing he don't think like that but he was born into something where he saw you know the world through the lens of his parents for sure. And he he was like, you know, now I think I, well, no, I talked to him about a year ago. He was like, bro, it, it's it's so fucked up that a lot of people that I know really got a perception of like black people from like videos and shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, I was gonna like, say he probably never even knew a black per or really had never. talked to a black person before you. Bro, he told his grandfather 
that he was a roommate with a black guy and his uh his grandfather was like do you, do you need any make sure you protect your stuff make sure you know them them, them, them colors still and i bro that's it. he he let me hear him on the phone bro he was like you know them colors still oh god uh, it was bro, I, for me now and then when i got into comedy now looking back of it and back at it and shit joey i don't i don't get offended by shit like that no more bro like it's a respect level man it it, it really is i you you feel a certain type of way i want to hear how you feel i want to hear we have to have these conversations so we can talk about it and i can give you my perspective bro we go out there uh motherfucking uh who it was me willie and rich bro i ain't gonna lie that was some of the hard i've never done conditioning that hard in my life really till this bro bro i was bench pressing 310 pounds bro two times no spot wow bro i've ne- never touched i've never went over i've never went over 265 never <laughs> Never, bro. Never. You had to. You had to get your game up for the roommate, bro. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about we were the people in the South. They they mindset is just different. It's just different. But when we, me, Willie, and Rich, and like it was, they didn't bring us in specifically because they was on us and they liked us. They was bringing everybody in right. to fill numbers and no, bro, because I had like three other offers over here. Yeah. And they was D, all D2, good, nice little offers. I don't have to be here. And I was, I told Will, even I told, I said, Will, if you stay, bro, if you don't have nothing else, stay, bro. Because I, I you know, I, with me and Will would talk and rich them about, you know, our life situation and wanting to get the degree and shit so we can maneuver in the system a mm-hmm. little bit better. And I was like, bro, if you don't have nothing, get, stay and get your degree. You know right. what I'm saying? At the end of the day. But he was like, no, nah, I got some shit at, I think he was at, not Eastern Washington. Um, Central. He went to Central, Central for a little bit, yeah. Central. He was at Central. And so, you know, we I got the fuck out of there, bro, because I'm not a number. Y'all motherfuckers didn't even watch my tape. Right. Yeah, no. So wait, where'd you end up going? Somewhere in Texas, right? Yeah, I went to Texas College. Texas, I went to Lincoln okay. University first. When, so the, after, I went to LU. They fired my coaches in the middle of the season. Okay. Uh, right, like, and I fucking, I, I, hey, I broke my ankle. Ah, uh, I need a medical red shirt. They fired them, and I, when I found out they wasn't bringing the 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 other uh, the coach who recruited me back, I put my tape on the market to see, you know, who would. Just so happen, one of the recruiters, uh, the the the, um, the linebacker coach who was at LU, sent my tape over to his buddy, and they was looking for a DN, and a corner. Mm. Richard Lee, I called Rich. I said, Rich, bro, this school called Texas College, you know, said they looking for, he said, bro, it's crazy because they just called me. And I told him about you. And they said they had already knew, they, you know, they had got it from another source. So, bro, they gave us some money. We went down there, bro, and, 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 and bro, HBCU. And, bro, that changed my life. That yeah, changed I, my life. I could have went to Morehouse, but. Okay, yeah, I was going to ask, like, how big of a how big of an influence was leaving your bubble because as a guy you know i'm a seattle guy uh, my path was almost as crazy we have some crazy path I, seattle guy juco in the bay north dakota for a season 
Connecticut, I finished up in Connecticut, you know? And so just that, like getting to see the country more or less just, you know, opens your perception up. And so how, how did it influence you being from a, you know, the, the Bay area, Oakland guy to go never seen, south like that. I never seen so I'm be honest with you. I never seen black people. with one like-minded idea trying to do something better in that big amount of a number i never seen you don't see i didn't see that interesting I, I like see. you're saying just everybody and i mean not everybody in, but in, in college in and shit is is you know trying to it was it, it fucked me up in, in a good way right it, to my ignorance i i had never been exposed to it do you get what i'm saying yeah it's, so me because yeah like wh- where you're coming from it's like it's little community, but it's really like us versus them. Yeah, of course. And no, I, I didn't see that many black businesses growing up like that. I didn't, I, I, I wasn't, I, I wasn't exposed to it like that in, in, in mad large amounts of numbers, right? Large uh, uh, numbers. So bro, that, re- that, that fucked me up in a good way. And just being away from home, being able to to fucking play college football, bro. And I tell kids, I don't give a fuck if it's in a I D two in motherfucking division 89. I don't <laughs> fucking care. At the end of the day, if you can see, you know, if it's a little, if you know, they, they have little parties, you got a nice social life and you got an opportunity to go get your degree for free. Get the fuck out of here. Okay. Real. I mean, I, I tell coaches, we have to celebrate our kids so if I got a Joey and he's a quarterback, he might be 5'10", but a D2 school in a uh, uh, fucking D2 school in Mississippi, which cool environment, whatever, they offer you and they telling you, we want you to come be the guy, just come bust your ass. But you telling me you want, you want to go to Oregon. Right. Listen, you idiot. Yeah. Take your fucking ass to the South because I don't think kids on the West Coast in general understand how big D2 football is outside of California, Washington, Oregon. For real. They don't understand it, bro. I've played in front of 12,000 people. Fucking, I've, I, that's good for me, motherfucker. Hell yeah. You know, that's, that's big shit. And no, so, hell, yeah, the, the school I graduated, New, ha- New Haven in Connecticut, I mean, we had 5,000 would be sellout, but it's stands on top of the field. There's no track. I mean, that shit was rocking when it was yeah. packed. I mean, it's better than, uh, when I was at North Dakota, we could get six or 7,000, but it held 13. Mm-hmm. It was way more fun to play in, in D2 than it was at half, you know, sell out D2 than it was half 50% D1, you know? Yep. Yep. And, and I'm telling you for some of these D2s, bro, I'm being honest with you. The difference between D1 and D2 to me is lineman. Oh, for sure. For sure. That's it. That, that, Cause I read them mother, bro, them motherfuckers was, I had to bring my A game, bro. Coming from Cal, I had to bring my A game, like strength wise, like my mindset. Cause in the South, they minds is the football, they eat, sleep that shit. Right. Like, you know what I'm no, saying? No, no, yeah. I'd say, yeah, main difference is linemen and just overall depth. Yeah. You know, like a D one's gonna have one or 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 like two or three uh, you know, two deep. Mm-hmm. And D1, once you get, or I mean, D2, once you get past that, that first, uh, 
what the hell first star starters it's like yeah, starting spot even, yeah yeah i can't yeah. even talk um then it it goes down much more where at d1 it's not a too big a difference from one to two you know uh but no dude d2, it's like you 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 hit it on the head we on the west coast because there's really only they central washington way our d to bro the worst thing they could have did to west coast football was take away division two schools for sure football program especially in california bro they had fucking saint mary's san francisco state had a team cal state hayward had east bay had a team fucking occidental had a team yeah fucking humboldt state chico state these were d2 schools with teams bro right so imagine now your mindset changed joey because now chico state is coming to get you because i want you to come play motherfucker yeah. come on come down a few hours come play get your degree now bro you know how many lives would be saved if, if we had d2 football in california totally totally and so do you know how much washington chico state would have down. been to i mean chico state boy we went and partied there one <laughs> i would have loved to go play quarterback there <laughs> come on bro come on bro so i don't know man it's just is is and a lot of people from the West Coast, Joey. I don't know if you know, are migrating to the South, bro. A yeah. lot, you know, because of financial costs as well. But I'm telling you, the quality of life that that because I, I fucking like I ain't gonna lie. I, I go visit the South maybe once or twice a month. Okay. Because, bro, it's like a, it's like down really? there. Really? Yeah, bro. Bro, where and where where in the south are you going? Texas? Texas I go to Texas, and then because I have an aunt out there, and I got you know friends out there and shit. My front fraternity is out there. Right. Okay. My, my fraternity's here as well, but my chapter is out there. Okay. So I go out there and fuck around, man, and it's just, yeah, Joey, it's just is it's a little bit better, bro. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Is 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 out here is like people are living in a facade. You know, we pay him $1 million to live in a bathroom. <laughs> Fucking, you know, I, I'm trying to outshine you even though I'm broke. We're both yep. broke. Yep. And we're fucking striving to make it. But I'm going to make sure that you see that I'm my shirt looks better than yours. No, totally. I mean, I, I've said it before on here is like, I've always been a West Coast, best coast kind of guy. Always, right. you know, always rep. Oh, no west coast is the best coast i'm off that train bro i i am i am gone and i've i won't i lived in florida for like three months beginning of 2019 during an i did a little off season down there okay. and i i say now if i if i ever move back to the states i i've i haven't been anywhere else in the south but from what i've heard what you just said in my mind it's like Texas, Florida, yes. South Carolina, somewhere in the South is where I'd be because yeah, bro. It, 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 and a lot of people they try to hit me with, oh, you ignorant motherfucker. Races out there. <laughs> First of all, and I'm being honest with you, this is a motherfucker who lived in the South. Okay, the racism in California is ninety times worse than what it is in the South interesting how, how so we'll expand now, on that in texas if i don't like you hey joey i don't like you you're a white boy i don't like you you know that i'm telling you i don't like you uh -huh. cool now joey is like look i just i'm not fucking with ed 
because he doesn't like me. Cool. California. Joey, you so kind. Joey, I really love you, brother. You're just a good brother to me. I love you. And then you get back and talk shit behind my back. And then when you try to apply for whatever job, if I'm working there, I don't, I don't like him. I don't, I don't like him. Yeah, he's, he, he's not one. He, he's, you know, I don't fuck with him. So my point is, systematic is hidden racism. Racism out here is the worst racism you can ever, 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 ever go against because you don't know what you're fighting against. Right. You can't see it. You're not. You can't see the shit that you're fighting against in the South. I don't look. It's on the platter. Here you go. I don't. You know. I just don't like you. Like. Yeah. I don't and, fuck with you. Cool. And then- and yeah, and then that doesn't make you have to wonder about the people who do like you. That's everything that I'm saying. And the, to me, and you'll see it for yourself when you visit, they are more kind to each other in the South more so than here. Right. People speak, bro. They don't give a fuck. Like small towns, my family's from a small town called Overton, Texas. Okay. Bro. White people, black people, green people, they speak, Joey. They speak. They go, you see people over there, you know, white folk over here talking, chopping it up, eating, shooting shit, playing dominoes, fucking around. You'll see that, bro. You don't see that here. You no. don't see that. This shit is segregated. Let's yeah, keep and, it and all the way out. Unless it's unless it's a junior college football or a football team in general. You know, I mean, that that's literally the, you know, to that little thesis right there is why I wish everybody could play on a college football team because that's what we talked about whether you wanted to or not you were forced to then have to talk and communicate and be on the same team and do all these things that if 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 you're not you you can just keep it segregated like you said yep and so that's that's the thing I hate bro I hate the the reason I'm here bro because I got you know I'm in a relationship and all the shit you know, probably finna end up getting married soon. Well, don't sound so excited about it, bro. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I I had to hang up my card, man. You know, I got to <laughs> Fuck, the hoeing is over, man. I I, I had to retire, bro. Fuck. <laughs> I, you know, fuck, man. It, it felt good, shit. You know, it was, it was good while it lasted, man. You know what I'm saying? Fuck. You know, I'm just going to sell I got kids and shit. Time to walk down. And, bro, I'm, a, I'm definitely going to let you know when I do. I want, If you can. And it'll be a year in advance, of course. Okay. I want you to really try to come to the wedding. That would be cool, man. That'd Seriously. Really cool. I mean, if you can. I, I yeah, yeah. Know. Hell yeah. So, coming, you know, my bachelor party going to be clean. You know, last <laughs> day as a free man. You know what I'm saying? So, we'll be doing some, you know, we'll be praying, man. We'll be praying and doing some godly things, bro. So, uh... <laughs> You know, fuck. You're a fool, bro. You are. You. I'm. I'm. Uh, you're gonna tell me after this. Hey, hey, edit, edit that little part out. You know. Uh. No, fuck that. You see, the thing is, bro, and this is what I say about people getting in relationships, man. Marry your fucking friend. Period. Make really? sure that's your friend. Don't really? marry a motherfucker because, oh, it looks nice. All oh, the millions of dollars, or this is what they could do for me, or. Bro, you got to marry your friend because if you marry your friend, you ain't got shit to hide. She yeah. know who I am. She know how goofy and stupid. I've been this way since you met me, Joey. 
to today, I'm gonna always be stupid ass, crazy ass Ed, who he's a good motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I hope people say because I, I try my hardest not to make people feel uncomfortable, but she know who she she fucking with. You know what I'm saying? She know she know what it is. So keep this shit. Where where did um, you guys meet? How long how long have you been together? Bro, like, give me a little rundown. So I met her in 2012. Okay. Yeah, 2012, man. So I I just crossed into the fraternity and shit. I came back. I'm going into my senior year. I'm fucking looking nice, chiseled and shit. You can't tell me shit. I got I got a few dollars, you know, like $600 in my pocket from financial aid kickbacks and shit. <laughs> You know, you're you fucking get, balling, bro. I'm balling, bro. I have five hundred dollars, bro. Five hundred. You know what the? You know five hundred, bro. That's two hundred thousand dollars, bro. Like, that's drinks. But anyways, I get. You know, me and my boy went out. We went to the. You know, we because we always like to go to the. I like going places where you have to dress not or people. The atmosphere is dope where people dress nice, business, working, professional shit like that. Okay. I was in college, so I'm looking for. You know, my little not looking for, it, but I'm I'm hoeing around for my next Beyonce. And I see her, bro, like she's at the bar and she got like three drinks in front of her and shit. And I shit, I I, I was nervous, motherfucker. I took two shots and said, fuck it. I'm finna go over there and say something. If I get this, fuck it. And so I went over there and said something stupid, bro. I said something stupid. I don't know what the fuck I said. I said, um, excuse me, baby. Oh yeah. I said, is there any more room for me next to your drinks? She was fucking, you remember, is there any more room to me and for me in those jeans? Is there any more room for me in those jeans? So I said that shit. I and see, I just, you, I I see was, you genuine, okay. Right, right. I was just fucking around, bro. And then I was like, I, we, as we talked, I just had her laughing like a, bro, she was crying, like literally <laughs> crying, bro. And so, from there, we we start chopping it up, but I was still in college. And so we we talking and shit, whatever, whatever. But you know, I'd fucked up and you know, I was I was young, bro. So I was she was at the school with you or not? Nah? No, she was in Oakland. I was back home for for uh, summer break. Ah, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and so uh she uh you know met her and shit, and I, I like like I said, I told her I'm I'm straight the fuck up. I'm always like very direct uh, in a respectful way, not disrespectful, but I'm always keeping real with you. And I say shit that some people be like, what the fuck are you, what? And so from there, bro, we just kept building and we're hell like, as far as compatibility, if you go off of Zodiacs, we're not compatible. Okay. Like I'm a Leo, she's a Taurus. We're, we're, you know, she's kind of not reserve reserved, but she reserved a little bit. I'm like, hey, motherfucker party over here. Joey, and, get the drink. And Fuck she's you. and she's stubborn. <sighs> <laughs> I was I, for whatever reason I, I'm attracting Tauruses all through my life, so I already bro. feel you, bro. God, bro, I'd be like, bro, I, I just let her win. Listen, you're <laughs> right, baby. Whatever you say is what it's gonna be. I don't. I just live here. I just, bro, yeah. My my last relationship was a Latina Taurus, so I mean, yeah, drama drama is their national pastime. And bro. so, boy, like, like you said, I just, oh, all right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, fuck it. And so we had a child together. Okay. You know what I'm saying? My young, my young daughter, Mackenzie. But I, again, my ass was in college. But what happened was I lied to her. Funny story. I lied and told, I, well, I thought I was done, okay? I thought I was done with school. 
So I, you know how when we done, we done with our season, whatever, whatever, after your final season, at this point we were together for like a year at, you know, whatever, whatever. So I'm like, okay, I'm done. They hit me with your DVC courses. It was like two DVC courses that didn't transfer over into the grad level type of thing. So I had to go back and finish four classes. (laughs) She pregnant at the time. Okay. She wants to kill me. Like, you know, and she was like, so her, I, 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 I told her I was done. She was hella mad. I young, stupid learning mistake that I made, you know, I was like, um, so I just went back. She broke up with me. So we broke up during her, her, her pregnancy. Uh, you know, she, I got into another relationship, whatever, whatever, but that wasn't who I wanted to be. I wanted to be with her. Yeah. So God, you know, had me spirit. Cause I learned a lot of shit from my last relationship as well. I wasn't ready for her at the time. I was, you know what I'm saying? I was still hoeing and blowing and all this shit. I just wasn't mentally ready, bro. At the time, I I was childish. So he brought me back and shit, when I, when I, you know, I fucking went to Houston and God was like, look, I have a mission for you to do, you black bastard. And I didn't tell you to leave yet. So I'm going to bring you to your knees and make you submit and come back home. And that's what happened, bro. Like, that she broke up with me out there it was it was like whatever whatever she wasn't fucking with me my mom is gone like i'm like fuck what do i and then my kids are out here bro i'm like you know my son is 13 my daughter's 12 okay my other daughter my youngest daughter she's six i'm like and i'm like fuck you know what let me come home let me come home and and just try guy used to because I talk to, I'm not religious, but I like talk to the higher power. Mm-hmm. He'd be telling me shit. And I come up with concepts of what the fuck he's saying. So he said, bro, come back, do my work. And I got you, bro. I come back. I was living with my God sister and me and, me and my girl. Now we chopping it. You know, I start chopping up with her. Not nothing like that, but we just chopping it and chopping it. And I'm like, my son and my daughter, their mother is not healthy mentally. Like she's okay. mentally not there for for them like that. Bro, I come back, me and her talking, we talking. She said, look, I own a house in San Francisco. Move in. I told her no for three months. I said, no, Why? I'm move. Because I didn't want her to think that I was, I was trying to be with her because she owned a home in San Francisco. Gotcha. I wanted her okay. to genuinely know that I want to get to know her again, the re-get to know her again, and to know the new Edward and Let's, you know, let's, so we did that. And then she was like, motherfucker, move in. I'm, I'm moving into the house of San Francisco. So we moved out here, man. And I got full custody of my kids and, and you know, it's, it's been cool. Now, again, I've been an idiot. I'm a fucking idiot. I do stupid shit. Don't clean up all the time. You know, men, you know how we do, but it's outside of that, man. I, she's, she's the girl that God want for me. Like I, I know it is. Cause I just, I know, I know she is, you know what I'm saying? And so I'm gonna go ahead and do it, do the little marriage shit. And I'm like, you know, I asked her like, man, how do you feel about this coaching shit? You know, in terms of like my work, my professional shit, what I do, cause I don't make help. Joe, I make $60,000 a year. Right. And you could slice that down after taxes. All right. Yeah. And, and that ain't shit. Okay. And that ain't Cali, it gets sliced. Bro, that is, that's not shit. And I have a big heart, bro. So any, when I, I, I feed, I do certain shit to people for people that I just have to do. Cause life is not about what I got and the things I've done. It's about looking back, bro. And giving back 
Like that's the biggest reward that that's the biggest reward ever, bro. I don't give a fuck. You can make a hundred thousand fucking dollars. I don't care, bro. It that money will not amount to the the direct of uh feeling you would have from a kid saying, Joey, man, you you really saved my life through football. For real. For real. Shit no. all, and it's, and it's, it's empty if if you don't feel good about yourself with it, you know? Like, I mean, bro, you're like, you don't have to, you're talking to me. I'm playing football in Europe the last six years. Right. Making, I mean, the first contract I took out here was literally flights and rent, no salary. You know, I was coming out of my pocket to play the very, I mean, I was in a, a mental bad space where I needed to just I needed no, to get out of my situation at home at the time. Mm -hmm. um, and, but now, you know, I'm in a, I'm, I'm making good money. I, I don't want to, I'll tell you privately just cause I don't okay. like, but good money for Europe is still just like sc scratching the surface. If I, okay. if I can save a couple hundred, three, 400 a month, like that's good. You know, that's right. like really good. And so, no, I mean, Shit, that's the whole point of living for a living. Is that's bruh. Because uh, after the first after the first couple of times coming back home, and you know, you know, you know how it is. Someone loves to ask, Well, what do you do for a living? And I'd be like, Yeah, well, I play American football in Portugal, and uh, oh, I didn't know it existed. And then I finally was just like, Man, because everyone asking me didn't really give a fuck. You know, they just wanted to tell me that they made a hundred thousand dollars a year, basically. And I finally was just like, yo, some real like condescending dude asked me and I just <laughs> flipped it on him. I was just like, bro, I'm living for a living. I was a little right. faded too. And he did not know how to react to that. And as soon as he, I saw the look in his eye, I was like, oh, that's something. That's but something. You, you got a purpose, bro. Like that's, bro. I, oh my God, bro. Like that's, that's what it's about. Good times. And Joey, I will not, people went, I shit you not, bro. People used to literally, when I was going out hella much and not, you know, when I was in the club scene type deal, people would literally, when I would throw parties, I, that, that it would be so packed out because I did a good job, bro, of making everybody feel good. About, I don't give a fuck, Joey, if you were a fucking bum. If you're my friend, if you didn't, I don't fuck you, you didn't have no jeans, no slap. If you're my friend, I'm giving you that shit. Yeah. And you're going to come and have a blast. And we're walking in that motherfucker together. I'm going to bring girls to your lap. I'm going to be, you know me, I'm goofy as fuck. Hey, this is my motherfucking joke. You know, we're going to have a good time. So making people feel good, man, making people feel special about themselves is what I've done in a lot of people, bro. And I'm, I've been reflecting during this quarantine. A lot of people don't get that, bro. They, they fucking, they living so fucked up mentally bro like they got this facade you know what i'm saying that's why i say how much i make it's public record i ain't shit a motherfucker robbed me they gonna be practicing it, <laughs> it gotta be a fucking practice run because i mean it has to be bro it has to be because i have fucking nothing what are you trying to get what do you want my the, this raggedy ass phone take it that's all you're gonna get i don't have shit you know i mean what he the fuck said he's <laughs> gonna be practicing <laughs> Mother. Motherfucker might kill me just because I ain't got shit, man. <laughs> I, I, shit, I, you know. But my my point is like making sure, brother, making sure 
that we doing our part, man. And and that's why I'm able to get Jonathan McLeod back with us. Fucking mm-hmm. uh, Cal, fucking my OC Omar. These people aren't aren't from Oakland, right? They not from Oakland. These oh, are friends. Oh, Omar's of your OC. Do you know Omar? I played against him in Portugal. He was playing in Turkey. They yep. came and we played each other in Portugal. That's my OC. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yep. Now, is that not the craziest small world story that, ever, right there, or what? Deep ass motherfucking shit. Hey, that blood. That's some fucking deep shit, blood. God, you know Omar? Yeah, Dude, I mean, we, we 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 just chopped it up for like thirty minutes after the game, and and we're. I ended up partying with a bunch of the Turkish dudes from his team, but like the club we went to, like, and no one really had cell phones. We weren't, and I think the, the bouncers at the club we went to were actually hella racist and didn't, there was him and the other American guy on their team was a black dude with dreads. Uh-huh. And I think they wouldn't let him in. And are you serious? And bro? we, we didn't have phone, like phones at the time. Like, Cause my boy on the team was one of the head bouncers, but he wasn't working that night. And so we could have probably got him in. It just yeah. was, I didn't What's have the a, excuse bro for not letting a black guy in the club. That's some deep shit, dude. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this, this club in, in Lisbon was, is kind of like, I've learned since almost the start. That was the first time I really knew. Cause we would still actually have a couple black dudes from our team that would go, but you kind of had, you had to know somebody, you know, like so it depended who you got as the bouncer that. If So if they you, just outward races out there like that, like can hey. be. Yeah, can be. I mean, I don't know if they're going to openly say no, cause you're black, but like, they'd say like, Oh, your shoes or your shirt something (laughs) (laughs) they they'd figure out something and and because there would be black people in the club but it was i've heard of times like that i mean bro that's the thing that to switch subjects a little bit that's the thing that a lot of people don't get and you know the u.s we get this bad rep as the the most racist country in the world and all this shit which like yeah we got our issues like we we got some things that need to work on don't get me wrong but the reason that that's everyone's mind is because of the media putting it in everybody's mind whereas i mean whether it be portugal or poland or czech republic or finland where i am now uh spain you know anywhere that I've been, I mean, I've had in Poland, a guy on my team, one of my linemen kind of skinhead dude tell me like, literally, yeah, I hate black guys. And I was like, how, how many black guys do you know? He goes, well, I've only known the imports on our team before I go. And I I go, and I see on your Facebook, you have pictures with all of them. He goes, yeah, well, I like them. I go, well, what, what do you, then how do you, how can you say that? But it goes back to it. When you said your thing about your roommate, it made me think of this guy is like, he just doesn't have, it's just ignorance. And it's not a, it's not a ignorance on purpose. He, he's not trying to be ignorant. Going into it, bro. A lot of how it is. And, and it's interesting that, you know, I I wish, I mean, shit, there's, there's 
the, some soccer guys in Italy, black dudes will get bananas thrown at them. Now it is still, I mean, like there's shit that goes on in other countries that people that get kind of just swept under the rug, under the at rug. least from the American side of things, because a big thing I've noticed now that I've been very removed from American culture is mm -hmm. we want to be the best at everything which is like good in one way, but uh, it doesn't mean, it means everything. So we want to, in a way, we want to be the most racist. Uh, we want to be the most fucked up. If, if our uh, government's fucked up, we want to be the most fucked up. It's like, <laughs> dude, everyone's fucked up right now. There's in all the places I've lived, there's not very many places besides Finland that people think, Ah, oh, my government's doing a good job. Like th that doesn't exist anywhere in the world right now. Right. right. Is it black people out there in Finland? Uh no, not really. There's I mean, there is like some immigrants um from hmm, I I know I I don't know for sure cuz I haven't been, I've only been here now a couple months, but I know this one chick that I've been talking to out here is half Finnish, half Somalian. Okay. And um, so her dad is Somalian. We have one dude on the team. My my best receiver is half Finnish, half Congan. Okay. Um. And then there's also just some like newly whatever I don't know what country they are from, but in the last ten years that have immigrated here. Okay. Um, but it's not not too many. You know, like like. It, I'll put it this, it's noticeable when I see a, like, I'm like, oh, a black guy, you know, like it, it because it's different, you know? Right. And so, no, I got you. I um, but I think maybe in like health, cause I'm in, I'm in a, not a small town, but I'm not in the capital. And so maybe in the capital, I'm sure there's some more diversity. What's um, the capital? Capital is Helsinki. Okay. And okay. so, no, I mean. And I've heard, I've, I've talked with the guy on my team, my receiver, who's half Congan, and he said his, ex, you know, I, I asked the questions of like, have you felt racism through, you know, because I like to learn, I like to know, man. Me too. And he said, you know, it's never very like, it's very West Coast racism, as you kind of said, where Hidden. people are very polite in your face right. and very won't say nothing real bad about you but you kind of just know behind the scenes it's happening and he said he has a brother who's full finished you know they don't have the same dad and mm -hmm. they like applied for apartments together or separately but they'd apply for the same spot same whatever and his last name is an african last name and his brother's last name is a finnish last name and well his brother would get the call back much faster than he would, even though on paper they're looking the same. And yeah, it could be a coincidence, but also it might not. It probably is not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. No, that's and that's what I'm saying, bro. That's the fucked up shit. I can I can handle racist people. It's fine, bro. If you don't like people because of what, but 90% of the time you don't like a person because of some shit you didn't seen off uh, TV or another motherfucker. I, I don't give a fuck what you is. If, if, if it's very rare, I don't like a person. Right. But 
if I don't like you, it's because you, motherfucker. It ain't yeah. because of your punk-ass motherfucking skin. I, it's because of you. You have done something that I'm like, I just can't fuck with you. I ain't gonna not like you. I just can't fuck with you like that. You know what I'm saying? So that that's my that's my thing, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck about what the fuck. I don't care about your motherfucking skin. You know what I'm saying? So no, it's, it's, it's that's it's, that's where I'm at. We're we're at a interesting place right now because do you feel like like the racism is as bad as it gets made out to be in the media or like how do you because this is my thing and this is why I ask and I know we have different life experiences with this you know obviously is to me I don't very commonly see it. You know, when I am back in Seattle or when I was in the Bay or, but I'm also not living it, you know? And so to me, it seems like it's much more exaggerated in the media, but I don't get to live it. It's exaggerated in the media now. Now, okay. Because it's cool. Right. Do you and get it what sells. I'm saying? When Kaepernick was doing this, it wasn't cool. <laughs> that wasn't, you know, that he's blackballed because of it. Let's, True. you know, let's be honest. So True. my point is, to to answer your question, it's bad systematically, and that's what I'm saying. It's not bad. Oh, I'm walking down the street. I hate you. You in word. Right. It's not that. Or I hate you. Know. It's not. That's not what I'm saying. That it's not. That's not what's going on. What's going on is systematically. There are people, and I can't, and I'm not saying a whole race, bro. It's just, there are white supremacists. Can we say that? Not white people, white supremacist people who get into positions of protection to, 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 to do what they want to, you know, to plan out their evil plan or they hate or they insecurity that they might have. I.e., you get police popping motherfuckers in the back beating black people, all that shit, or, or you know, doing stupid shit like that. It, they doing that because they can hide behind that shit. That's why a lot of black people don't fuck with Obama. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because he did that. He, he. I mean, we suffer more under him than anything. We didn't suffer like that under... Black people specifically, okay, didn't suffer no difference from Trump, Obama to Trump. Okay, that, I I would agree, but like I said, I don't really know. You know, like, I, so I would say with with Obama, it, I mean, with, with, to answer your question, bro, the racism is is hidden. I mean, of course, you have situations where people do, you know, just do dumb shit, like right. killing the young dude who was jogging for in Georgia. Uh, well, I forgot his name, man. Not George, was it not George Floyd, but the other cat shooting him he's walking through his neighbor like you have stupid shit that happened like that right yeah. but or if we're talking about like on a consistent basis it's more so fucking um it's 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 it's, it's more so systematically because come on joy you kill a little kid bro and you get no time you get nothing like you you get transferred you don't get fired you get transferred you get paid leave and then you get transferred that's yeah. systematic that yeah. has nothing to do with like, you know what I'm saying? Does it? Yeah, no, no, no doubt. I mean, I, I've, bro, I've been, uh, 
this is weird. I'm like a police brutality hipster in the sense that I've been talking about it way before it was fucking cool in the last year right. or two. Right. Know? And, um, bro, I wonder sometimes, you know, you know, I like a good conspiracy every now and then. I almost wonder sometimes if some of the shit that goes on and how they let them go, because they're letting guys go like George Floyd shit. Like they're, it's obvious, you know, like it almost sometimes seems to me the, my only logical answer besides it being just so fucking like, I, I have a tough time believing sometimes that it could be that fucked up, but maybe it is, is just to continually build this little um, tension, you know, and feelings of um, like the systems against uh, black people, which there's like documented evidence there is, you, you know, like. Joey, not- nobody wants to read that. I don't want to read, there's, you, you know, a regular person, Joey, fuck you, you're a conspiracy theorist, fuck you. That's what yeah. you get from a yeah, for what? sure. Fuck you, Joey. That 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 doesn't happen. You're you're stupid. No, there's fucking doc. Joey's telling you there's documented evidence. My I, I, my thing that and tell me what you think about this is, okay. um, a big like revelation I've had in the last year or two is kind of like, in one word or one sentence, essentially whatever we believe, we're right. So what, whatever my belief is, like my truly ingrained belief, I'm right. And, mm-hmm. and it doesn't, because in the same way of kind of, we create our own reality. And so I'm wondering, do you ever feel like that some of the stuff that, you know, I don't think you like play the victim ever, you know, and I don't, it's like, I'm using some words that probably some people might get mad at me for saying, but we talking, you know, do you ever feel like that? I don't, I don't know how to say it. it's like, it's brought upon somebody because it's such a forefront thought that it's, ha- you know, cause I know it is happening. You know, I just admitted that, like, I, I for sure know it's happening, but at the same time, I, I'm just thinking how the fuck can we change it is kind of what I'm I, getting at, you know? And, you. and in my mind with this little revelation, the only way I, I feel that can, can be changed is we got to change our mind and you know what you dig what I'm saying? No, I, I totally understand. So to answer your question, this is the thing. Are you talking about what, so for us, I, and I, again, I can't stand the media. I know they all control by certain peoples that we won't mention. They all work in cahoots with each other. Mm-hmm. Who knows this? That these are not no stupid motherfucker. They know the powers of your psyche. So if every if when I get on the internet, I see a black man getting shot, right, right by the police. You get pulled normal day. You know what I'm saying? You getting your ass shot, bro. That puts a fear, and I'm telling you from just your brother, it puts a fear in me, blood. Like I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm scared, and I'm admitting this. I get nervous when I'm in areas like old school white areas, like you know where there aren't very many black people. I get nervous when I'm by myself because I don't know what the fuck could happen, bro. Like right. I don't know 
if on a normal day I could, you know, I'm motherfucker get pulled over, motherfucker mad, and a motherfucker just, you know, hey, fuck that. I, I'm mad at my wife today. I'm gonna blast a black, I'm gonna kill me a nigger today. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh for 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 my 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 white brothers and sisters who down that's in law enforcement until they start saying something, bro, and and doing something, bro, and like like this ain't cool, bro. Like I'll beat your ass. You know what I'm saying, yeah. motherfucker? Like yeah. some, I mean, I don't have the right answer, but until they start doing something, and then let's be honest, black people gotta stop killing each other, bro. Yeah. Like, how is it that I can ask? like for other people to stop killing us when I'll pull the trigger on a brother because he, he fucked my girlfriend or something, or right. I don't know, you know, yeah. I, so I, bro, it's a, they know the, that the black people have been hitting the head and put in a mental grave, bro. And I mean, and this is the a black motherfucker telling you this. So nobody can say shit to you. I'm saying this black people have been hit in the head mentally and put to sleep. You know what I'm saying? We're asleep, bro. That's why you will see black folks argue with me when I say, Obama's, what the fuck did, how did speci the specific group of blacks benefit under that Obama regime in eight years? Right. Don't tell me they blocked everything. Shut the fuck, I don't want to hear that. I'm saying, how did we benefit? But black people are all about symbolism. We see a black man, we go, we've made it. He's in the White House. Ooh. But then Tamir Rice gets his fucking head blew off at 12 years old. Right. And Obama says nothing. Like, is, 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 honestly, bro, it has to change that. And that's why I talk about systems. Like, somebody that we got to unite first. We got to pick, get our shit together. We got to, we got to change the mindset of the youth. We got to change some of this music they be listening to. Mm -hmm. And then, I think shit will be better. I put it to you like this. I got a mentoring program that strictly works with black boys, only black boys for Castlemont, right? Okay. I got Latino men's and boys too, who work specifically. And, and one of my uh, my white partners, I ain't gonna say who it was. One of my white partners was like, bro, what if I wanted my son to uh, be in this program? This, you know, I say, look, it's, it's not segregation. You look at it like this, when a football team when an offense is, is getting ready for a game, the receivers go over there with the receiving coach, the running back go over there with the running back coach, the linemen go with the linemen, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And then they all come back together. And they, you know, they march down the field, they work on their plays together. We got some individual work we got to do as black people. Gotcha. Okay? We got some fucking work, bro. And so we need to go do individuals. And we got to fix some shit, bro, because... It's some shit that we got to fix within us. Nobody else can help us do that shit. Not no, not no motherfucking white, green, blue, other black. Black people got to fix our problems. Now, when we talk about what people, black people have been through in terms of the slavery situation and all that shit and reparations, which mm -hmm. we were promised that nobody want to talk about. I don't understand how it was written into law of 40 acres of land and a mule and... You know, we, yeah. I mean, they just fucking ignored that. And you look at all these other groups, you look at my Asian brothers and sisters, you look at my Indian brothers and sisters, every group who've been through not even a little bit of what we've been through, they got reparations. And that's a fact. That's a fact. I'm not mad about it. But my thing is, what about us? Yeah. 
Yeah. What the fuck? And so we we start 20 yards behind everybody else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so my like that's my thing, bro. We have to split up and get our shit together. That's why see people looked at inter I mean segregation as a bad thing. It wasn't segregation was about business. Mm-hmm. Nobody I mean we were uh, bro, l- listen, it's segregated now. <laughs> what the fuck we it's, just a, it's right a facade yeah for sure for sure bro so my thing is at that before integration we had businesses we had schools that didn't mean if joy wanted to come over here and go to school with his brother who black he couldn't do it he can come what the fuck but we had to get our shit together we we had our shit together we had you know we yeah. had it, it was things we had to do now bro it's <laughs> Black people have no identity in America. We don't know yeah. who we are. And, and this, so all the listeners, you can't say shit because I said it. <laughs> Black people have no identity out here, man. When we trying to get our identity, we used to, but this shit been stripped. We think we what we see on TV. Right. We think no. we really like, we, you know, that's cool. No. And so that now I, I understand why God has me back here, bro, doing what I'm doing. Because motherfuck your money, fuck your status, fuck everything. I'm going to provide you with a house, a help, because it says that mm. you a woman's supposed to be your helpmate, a helpmate, and motherfucker, I'm going to give you your kids. And I'm going to make sure that you able, you got a car and you're able to get back and forth and do any. He been blessing me, bro, with friendships. I have friendships, bro. I have, I have people that I care about, you, other people in different walks of life that I care about. Just people doing great shit who, who give a fuck, bro. And money cannot buy that. It can't. You know what I'm saying? And so that's my thing, bro. I wake, I'm, 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 I'm saddened by what's going on, the, 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 the state of Black people in America. But at the end of the day, bro, I, I, uh, I'm happy because I'm, I'm, I'm really doing what God asked me to do. And it, it, for the first time, I understand it kind of like, you know, I used to be like, damn, I need to make a little more. I want to, you know, I went to college and I thought I, thought I was supposed to be making $120,000. Get <laughs> the fuck out of here with that shit. Motherfucker, you doing the work and you're a positive figure in this community. And that's all. And I ain't perfect. I'm, I, shit, I get drunk, fall out and shit. But <laughs> I'm I'm able to, bro, I've been able to keep kids motivated from doing, make, and making the right choices. So, Back to the police thing, bro. I think it's a thing of fear that has been putting our people in, in. In order for it to change, we have to separate ourselves, get our shit together, and then come back. And then we can all work as an offense and move down the field as an offense, bro. But we, I'm, I'm talking about Joy, it's fucked up, bro. Right? Black people mindset, and I'm just talking about Oakland. It yeah. is fucked up, bro. Like, it, it is fucked up. So I need to do the work. We need to do the work and just keep, you know, inspiring the next generation. So now you, when I step up out of Castleman, now I got, you know, people who want to come back and do what I did. You know what I mean? So that's what it's about. For sure. No, I think, I mean, and it's such a multi-layered, multi-faceted, you know, not just one easy fix. And it's why, you know, I've found it very interesting throughout my athletic career my life now of you know I've met uh, an incredible amount of like influential black men you know and I 
put you in that group for sure. And well, look, man, and, I'm trying. And, yeah, no, but and but the thing that I find, you know, I the the like I don't know how to like the whether black, white, and like I see a lot of people just making excuses online. I don't see it. I don't really see it a lot in in real life. But I know that people, those people are out there, whether they're black or white. But mm -hmm. in terms of like black dudes that I've been around that are, everyone is the one thing, whether whatever the fuck they're doing, mm -hmm. everyone all take responsibility. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that's key for, every, that's, I could say that about influential men in general. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so that's where, you know, I ask some of these things about mindset of, you know, I've, I've realized through like my playing days, I've always felt like I got fucked by the coaches from high school to college to whatever, you know, it started in high school. Mm -hmm. I was getting fucked by the coaches. And then in college, you know, I felt like I was fucked at DVC that first year for not getting to play. Then mm -hmm. I got fucked at North Dakota, kind of new, like everywhere. And then I've slowly realized in the last year, I was like, yeah, maybe I did, but maybe it was all up here too. And so I'm, you know, all I can do is relate the shit I'm thinking about in my life to other people's scenarios. And so being fucked by a coach is much different than being fucked by a system completely. <laughs> no, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to compare the two, no, I get exactly at the same time, that's all I can do. And sure. so I wonder, you know, and even cause I've been QBOC my entire euro career this is the first year where i technically ha i have an oc and mm. i found myself after the first month and i have a great relationship with this dude i like him i love like his family like i'm all on yeah. board everything's good but i caught myself even after a month of being here like is this guy trying to fuck me you know like mm. is, i wonder if he's recruiting somebody else right now or or you know am i the guy he really wants here or maybe he only wanted me here because of this and i finally caught my meanwhile i'm going and hanging out with him and his family on saturday nights you know like not mm. talking any football um and i realized like yo i got this belief ingrained in my mind from this football side of things that i wonder if it translates, you know, for race relations to, mm -hmm. to relationships in general, whether, you know, whether it be it definitely, it definitely, bro, you just said, it could get so deep. I'm going to start sending you shit, Joey, so you can see it from another lens. Yeah, please do. Information so you can see from another lens. It's, bro, it's so fucking deep. People, we talk about black folks. They don't even know the if if you tell them what you because what you're saying is you create certain shit in your mind, period. You could tell whether or right, boom, you can't say that everybody is a clans member and all that shit. That's some shit you put in your mind through so maybe your experiences. I'm not saying it. I, hey, for sure. I get it. But what I'm saying is you got to be able to read people's energy, and you ain't gonna always be right. If what you read on people ain't gonna always be, but you gotta be able to differentiate that shit but this is not being taught in the homes this is not being taught at school this is not if you say this oh because this is what you're saying bro is, is a it lines up with the 12 things of uh of voodooism so mm -hmm. i've been studying voodooism bro okay i've been taught on tv that's what devil that's 
you, you know, you, you satanic, bro. It's so scary, bro. Like, I'm, I, I, and I'm like, bro, everything I, I ever knew about this was, was bad. It was right. bad. You creating shit in your mind and playing out your future, like, boom, I want to, I have a game Friday. I want to make sure that I'm, I'm, I got a vision. Let me see me getting three, three touchdowns. Right. Shit, I just seen me tackling him. And then the shit, you get this Friday and it really happened. And you're like, oh man, not knowing this is all a part. This is what voodoo is. This is what voodoo is. They, they meditate. They tap into their melanin, into they, their mind. They create their shit and it happened. That's all, that's all it is, bro. That's, the, that's it. But oh. see, we weren't taught that. And that's real education, bro. That's that's with fuck a school. I'm talking about real education, learning how to operate with people, bro. Learn that's what it's about. But they know if they teach people that more people will wake up, more people will unite, more people will get their shit together. We can't do that. I have to keep you stupid, Joey. Not you per se, but I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta keep you thinking buying $275 shoes is validation throughout the fucking, you know, world, you having yeah. this awesome car, you know, all this shit is just, they taught us this. A lot of kids in, in the community, not fucking Oakland, a lot of kids in the nation, bro, think that the only way they can be, the only signal or sign of success is NFL. Right. You yeah. having a job, bro, going, working a nine to five. Oh, oh okay. It's, uh, fucking loser. What the, f you know, I, Joey, how do we like, bro, that's how sick people are, bro. <laughs> no, and, and bro, there's so much to it with like, I mean, from the media, cause I'm a big, I, you said it too, that it, it does need to start in the home. And that's one thing I feel I've been blessed with is, you know, f both mom and dad that, I mean, weren't always right, but like taught me to do things the right way. Most of the time, right. you know? And, right. but so it definitely, but I have a big, I'm a big, like anti-media guy in the sense that, I mean, though the, as we've said, they know what they're doing. And then there's even stuff in terms of just the frequency and things that the TV gives off is a hypnotic hypnosis inducing frequency. And I mean, that's getting deep in another way, but on, on your, they said it, Joey. Have you watched that shit on Netflix? Uh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. And but even even the social dilemma, even that is like propaganda in itself. Of course, you got to be able to see that though, Joey. A lot yeah. of people can't look at TV and differentiate the hidden messages that for they sure. Send. They're like they're like giving you like just this little bit of the playbook to think like. Oh, I know the whole playbook now. In reality, like they're just giving you like page half a page one or whatever. Exactly. What motherfuckers, so, motherfuckers don't see that, bro. They don't fucking see, bro. They don't see it. And it's like, even when I get on social media, I don't really do as much arguing as I used to. Like I'll say some shit that, that's gonna start some arguments, but I won't argue. No, like, I'll, no. I'll type some shit. That, that's smart as fuck, bro. Because, and that's what I love is I, I know it. You know, I know. And, uh, <laughs> and like, I love seeing it because I've totally gotten away. I used to occasionally get into a 
Facebook social media argument or two myself, you know, and I've gotten away from it completely because at the end of the day, I think that I'm not going to convince anybody to change. You're not going to convince anybody to change someone that that we can influence. We can lead by example, but it's not until someone is like, yo, I want to change that Mm -hmm. change actually happens. Like, bro, I was a pothead stoner my entire fucking life. And I always kind of knew like, I sh- I'd probably be doing a little better if I wasn't getting high every day, you know, <laughs> like, I'd, I'd probably be able to do a little bit more than I like, but yeah. deep down, I never wanted to. And right. it wasn't until, you know, I could read a, a statistic. I could get told by a friend I could whatever, but it wasn't until I wanted to that now I don't, you know, like, don't get me wrong. We go to Jamaica or something like I'm going to enjoy some culture, but same time, like in my everyday life, it's just not a thing anymore where 14 years before that I could never imagine that, you know? And so, but it took, it wasn't anything someone said. It wasn't some biography or uh, documentary that I watched that made me change. I finally had to be like, yo, maybe getting high every night isn't a good idea. <laughs> but a lot of people don't even come into that mindset to look back at it, Joey. They don't, bro. They don't because they just, a lot of people don't. Yeah. They don't leave Washington. They yeah. stay in Washington. I'm going to, you know, getting high is legal now. Now it's right. cool. Everybody gets and that's high. Scary. That's scary. That's a right. scary, th- I mean, the, the timing <laughs> of weed becoming legal is just weird to me in general. That's That's actually another reason I'm almost like, not against it, but I think it's great medicinally or whatever, but recreationally now I'm almost like against recreational weed because motherfucker, the timing of all of it. I mean, I think they just introduced a federal bill that it could eventually, it could soon become legal federally. I mean, how many people are in fucking jail over weed, Joey? And and all I know is when I'm high, the last thing I'm trying to do is revolt. The last thing I'm trying to do is leave my house and go do some stuff that might be a little uncomfortable. That's the last thing I'm trying to do. They're going to make it legal all across the country, bro. Yeah, yeah. I think Texas is the only one. Florida ain't illegal. Texas, it ain't. Uh, they when Once they legalize weed in, in, in Texas, Florida, and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, so, for sure, for sure. It's over. So that's, yeah. Man, no, bro. it's it's yeah, you're right there. I mean, and so that that one that one gets my spidey senses going a little bit because yeah, I'm I like, mean, this place is, we live in a wicked place, bro. And at the end of the day, if a lot of people can't, I, but I do teach my kids, like I teach them about motherfuckers that make you think outside the box. You're right. All right, like I, we, I was doing it at first, but I'm getting back onto it. Uh, making my kids watch a documentary and give me their perception of what mm. you what you watched. Right. You know, so I'll make them watch different documentaries, read different shit. Hey, motherfucker. And, and I need two pages or I'm going to kick your ass. Because <laughs> right. I get them to thinking now. Even though they might not understand it now, later, they're going to be yeah. like, hold on. Yeah. You telling me that, my, like my daughter, Martin Luther King wasn't shot dead? He didn't right. die from the shot? No. He got strangled at the hospital. Yeah. And America was found guilty in 1998 for the murder of Martin Luther King. You didn't. Oh, dad, it's so sad. Yeah. Motherfucker. This where we, this where, yeah. yeah. If we, if I don't prepare them, they're going to be what, 
oh, go to college, get married, get a husband, and live a happy life. No, motherfucker, it's not like that. <laughs> that's uh, that's that's a dream world, baby. That's not a reality. Okay, for sure, for sure. So, hey, I got a, I got a recommendation for the the Ed yeah, Washington yeah. Book Club. Uh, yeah. There's a I'll send you the link or to it too, but okay. it's called uh, what's it called? Uh, it's called Humans: A Brief History How We Fucked It All Up, and that it it, it sounds like a negative title, but it will give you hope because. Uh-huh you'll realize that, damn, we've always been pretty fucking stupid and it'll key you into seeing some things that how we're, it, it gives you a good relation of what's going on now. Also, I'll, I'll send you a look because I've read it this year and it's one of those things that like, bro, send, with, send it to me bro. With, I'm, with, I'm, I'm, with everything going on with, I mean, with COVID and shit right now, I'm, I'm just laughing to myself thinking oh, basically we, we think we can control mother nature. And yeah. boy, Mother Nature is undefeated. You know, I'm gonna make that. I'm gonna make that a post. I'm really <laughs> gonna make that a post. You <laughs> stupid motherfuckers think y'all can control Mother Nature? And, they really and, do. And we've we've tried to countless times. Maybe not in this exact way throughout history, but we've the human race has tried to yeah. for a long. It always ends badly like it like it never we're, we've never won you look at the scoreboard of mother nature versus humans we got a zero in the w column you know right. what i'm saying right like, right and that's what bro that's that's you don't have the clue how many people i didn't argue with over this stupid shit like i you know but whatever but, but I, yeah I, but I, I bro but just stop our i mean my the point i guess i brought up was like just my, my yeah, latest yeah. thing when someone you know I'll, I'll post some crazy shit or crazy you know crazy to yeah. some people about yeah. you know hypocrisy of the right and the left and and then i'll get the funniest thing is since i don't i'm not on either side i'm an enemy to both sides and so uh, um you know i'll get a message from literally both side of people so well it's not exactly like that because of this and that same thing from the other person yeah. almost saying the exact same shit at this point now and <laughs> i literally i just answer both people now okay yeah like this i have okay. bro, I, I was having a verbal argument with a girl and I was, I was just like look blood don't get the fucking vaccine bro because i care and I care about you. And you don't know what they're injecting into you. The people who manufactured this place, the, the, this, this fucking vaccine are not, again, they pay. If I pay you, Joey, to make me a shirt the way I want it to be made, you're going to make me the fucking shirt the way I want it to be made. Or you're not getting my money. For sure. Uncle, Uncle Bill G, you know who I'm talking about, uh, <laughs> the richest man in the world. This motherfucker has documented and in public record said we need to depopulate this planet. For real. This man, it this the motherfucker who paid both of them people to get y'all these vaccines, and you stupid, <laughs> dumb, ignorant motherfuckers are gonna let this man is gonna let this man shoot some shit in your arm that you know nothing about. Okay, yeah, and, and now he owns he owns the most farmland in the country now. In too. the country, huh? I mean, I mean, 
Well, hey, you got you. Do you need to go, or you got time? Oh shit! It's twelve. Yeah, twelve fifteen. <laughs> Come visit. Oh fuck! I got I got a stupid another stupid ass uh, 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 Zoom with stupid work. This was the best Zoom I've ever been on. But I got one with work at twelve thirty. Unfortunately. Okay. And- well, yeah, because I, I was gonna. We will. I could save. I'll save this one for. Uh, hey, I, I can give you a five minute spiel of. Uh, do whatever you my brother i don't give a fuck put do whatever the fuck you want to do with this shit bro I don't right. give a shit. do you have a youtube is it a youtube thing yeah yeah this will be on youtube spotify apple all that shit yeah, but no I, I was gonna say i'm what i if you want to hear my conspiracy i'll i've got it this is my own belief on what's going on with all this shit is i think that corona Corvid has been a test on so many different levels from a psychological to a, to a, a physical level, you know, to a, there's no way that a dude ate a bat and this shit was created because of that. (laughs) Fucking keep that real. That, I mean, that's just getting glossed over at this point, you know, like what the, you know, it, it's a test from the beginning, literally. And so all of these things and to see how the how because bro they've done tests on populations throughout history well, never at a global scale like this at least to my knowledge but this is the first like global test essentially for yeah. something that is relatively 99.9% you're going to survive and because i think eventually there's going to be one that the rate isn't 99.9 but they just want to figure out exactly how everyone's going to respond, what we can really do, how much fear we can really induce with something, social media tactics, media, da, 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 all these, th- a test on all these levels. And then on top of the, the depopulation thing, for sure, because as we progress with AI and robots, which we are, like it's known that, I mean, you've seen. So the, if you say that to somebody, what do they tell you? Say what? If you say what you just said, because you said some deep shit that a lot of people are not ready for, bro. I no. read this when I was in college, bro. A lot of people, what you're saying, a lot of people aren't right ready for it. And what I'm, a lot of people have been, not you, but a yeah. lot of people on a public level or figurehead level have been killed for mimicking, for even thinking to say what is real, because this is real. For William sure. And Cooper. that's why William I'm saying William it for the last Hall. five minutes, because the likelihood of someone watching this to the very end is much less likely than the first five you. minutes. But I got you. you feel me? But yeah. like the the and at this point, I don't like they're going to have to come find me out here in Finland. So, you know what I'm saying? Like that's right. <laughs> but um, but, you know, with robots, AI progressing how they are which, you know, you've probably seen the YouTube video of the dancing robot that's doing the shimmy and the dancing dog. Motherfucker, they're not created to dance. Let's keep that, you know, like. Bro, I read about this in Behold the Pale Horse when we was in college, but keep Right, yeah, 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 yeah. And and so eventually these robots are going to be able to do all of the low, low class or probably just not even mid to lower class jobs. And so then once they have robots that can do that for free, because as you know, like the higher uppers don't see people as people, they see them as money and workforces. Mm -hmm. 
what becomes the use of the middle to lower class if they can't do these jobs for them because the robots can do them? The only thing that can happen to them or the only thing they can do is get smart and revolt. Like there's no use for them at a certain point. And so it's like, I was joking around with somebody and they said like the, I don't even watch the Avenger movies, but Thanos like snaps his finger and half the population dies or whatever. And it's like message. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's, I mean, we're, we're being conditioned in all kinds of ways, but (laughs) that it's like a snap of with this vaccine of, I mean, first you already talked about it in the very beginning with how the food that we're being given that's slowly killing you. The vaccine, you know, I mean, it says on the, the, the label that they don't even know what the fertility issues are. I've heard of like doctors that I know in Spain that were like, if you're want to have kids, be careful, think twice about it because they're not even telling us what's in it. And so by doing all of that and affecting fertility, you're essentially killing people that aren't here yet. You know, cause it's a long, like we're, we're not playing, we're not playing a year game. Like it's a marathon, you know, Nipsey, the, there's a reason hey, why. Joey, wait, I got a vaccine three days later. I'm fine. My arm is moving great. <laughs> I'm good. And, and now I can leave. And I mean, just all the, I, I've never seen so much, you know, when I see a, a, you know, I got friends that are nurses and stuff that'll post a, video of them getting it and a picture of them getting it and like it's like a literally an advertisement for this thing i've never Mm. seen advert and they got it on tv about hey we all need to do this together the 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 president the vice like for me like things that are really good for you you don't need advertising for how many fucking advertisements have you ever seen for fruits and vegetables you know like not Not one one. but people know that's good for you but to what you said, this 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 devil just bought all this fucking land to reproduce food. Okay. Yeah. And people that call you a, you and me a conspiracy theorist because they want to eat right, they're gonna in their mind they're gonna go buy. He gonna he of course he's not gonna say it's Bill Gates Farming Company. He's gonna <laughs> give it some kind of name. He's gonna say you know this is whatever's forming they're going to put different shit because they starting to see that everybody's trying to eat better trying to go do this mm-hmm. vegan lifestyle mm-hmm. trying to do this dr sabi thing oh well, let's just kill them through their food a little bit more yeah yeah exactly and i mean they've already kind of bought out a lot of this like the true seed genetics mm-hmm. of things i mean Wheat. Bro, it wheat. Feels, I ain't gonna lie, Joey, man. It's all the people listening, my brothers and sisters, all y'all that come from any, I don't give a fuck where you come from. This is, this is really fucking refreshing to know that a brother of mine is socially conscious to what the fuck is going on, bro, because it's so many people with master degrees and doctors and I'm this motherfucker with this title, motherfucker, and they don't fucking know, bro. They will really go and get vaccinated, Joey, and they can't tell Jay Brand. They can't tell you nothing that's in the fucking vaccination. For real. They can't, they don't even know that dude has bought all his land. They don't no, know that. I know. No, I, I mean, and and 
you talk to people about it and it's just, uh, I mean, I feel blessed in a way that I don't have to have these daily conversations because mm -hmm. I'm not in the country. I don't really see myself being there for a while, but it, 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 does, it does exist everywhere. Don't get me wrong, you know, um, mm -hmm. but it's much easier for me to avoid it. But like mm -hmm. my, I was just talking to my mom for the first time in a month or so last night. And she said on our street, there's one doctor that lives and they do their, you know, she walks the dogs around the neighborhood or whatever. And this one doctor was like, so have, have you got your shot yet? And my mom's like, uh, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to get it yet. No, you right. have to, no, you, you have to like, like great, you know, like in a way that I don't, to me, like, why are you so like emotional about it? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Cause you know, the, the hospitals get money, Joey, oh. you know, the more, Hey, Joey broke his leg. He's coming to hospital. He got COVID. Yeah. Oh, and then, yeah, to, to fi finish out the theory, that's the thing, is then on top of the depopulation, while that's all happening, while it's this thing has now created a new way to divide people also, which the mm -hmm. media loves, you know, because mm -hmm. now before, you know, I could, and this has happened with like friends from high school that, I mean, we're both every demographic the same, white, middle class from Issaquah, you know, I mean, check all the boxes, same political views, but right. I think differently about masks and vaccines and that he does. And now, uh, unfriended, you know, or, 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 you know, that's just how it's gone. And on top, it, it's done all that, which further creates this social isolation, which we already know is bad for psychology. Mm -hmm. Um, but then from the money side of things, if everyone in the world needs to get a vaccine, that is some serious bread for vaccines while also shutting all major businesses, all minor businesses down and creating an even crazier gap in wealth because the rich are getting way even richer off of this vaccine. And then the middle is getting super poor because they've been bankrupt. Come on, bro. And, but bro, it should feel good just to talk to someone. This is wild, bro. <laughs> Everything you should write that, bro. You should like. I mean, you can't write that because they're, they're probably fucking. But, it, bro, that that's it. Yeah. Nobody can argue that with you. I, and if they do, I'll come. We can have a panel and we can fucking go. Okay, because, bro. Yeah. And, and, not I, and the thing is, I don't, I don't have all the statistics to even back. This is just literally like it's, it's coming it's from off the top of the dome, thinking. basically, yeah, you know, critically thinking, bro. And that's what it's about, bro. Like at the end of the day, it's about critically thinking. And a lot of our people don't know how to critically think a lot of people in general don't know how to critically think, bro. I mean, that's just what it is. How the fuck you in the ghetto and you going to get a fucking, you live in the ghetto and you're going to get a fucking vaccine motherfucker if you scared of the covid shut up like i don't understand bro like i just <sighs> no I, I know bro i know man it's it's frustrating it's just i knew Mo going knew... against mother nature that's what that's that's what it is bro going against mother nature we're gonna lose jay man bro i i really thank you brother
Bro, I this thank you. This shit has been dope as fuck. Please send me the motherfucking whatever <laughs> you gonna send. Send that shit. You ain't got to etiquette. Edit. I say etiquette. You ain't got to edit shit. All I don't right. give a fuck. I ain't said nothing that ain't gonna incriminate me or no shit like that. <laughs> so we all good. I don't give a fuck. So man, it's I thank you, brother. I'll, I'll, and I'm gonna send you those movies. Yeah, please do. Please. I'm gonna send them to you ASAP. I'm because I I be forgetting. I'm gonna do this shit right now. All righty, brother. Yeah, I I I look forward to that. It's, Man, it's thank good, you, good Jay, to reconnect bro. finally. Like this is about as face to face as we can get for 2021 standards. I, I know. I, I tell him I don't give a fuck. I'm going outside. My fuck you, fuck everybody, <laughs> fuck them, shit, fuck that. Dude. Uh, a, a bat ain't finna get me the fucking corona. A motherfucker <laughs> would have ate a bat, and it spread throughout the whole United States. They actually said that, but then dude. they tried to change it, dude. And now a new strain every three weeks pops up i mean but yeah all righty brother i'll let you go I, I gave you two minutes to prepare for your next zoom oh, you good i'm finna get on there act like i'm listening go to sleep <laughs> fuck them all right brother all righty brother appreciate you man much love all right one love see you living for a living baby how you doing <laughs>